Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, we back. My expert opinion. Ah, the greatest show in the world. world, world. <laughs> I love my job. Love my job. Tonight is going to be a special night. Special night. Hit that like, hit that share. Everybody know you in here. Don't cost you no paper unless you're a mother hater. Mac, how many demos? Ah, uh, how many things did I trash today? <laughs> Terrible. Crushing people's dreams out here, man. Five. Five? Five. Before I, before I came across Billy uh, Park. Dylan Park, shout out to Dylan Park. Dylan Park. Those, those are just cold. Mm. Uh, another group out of California. Oh yeah, they cold as shit. Yeah, you like you like them as much as you like Ice Spice. Dylan Park. Dylan Park is a shit. The dude is really going in. Salute to Shout out to Ice Spice. I ain't mad at shit. I know it's me. Kick better back in the building. Back, we back doing hip hop moves. Bless. You heard? Kick you to know we started the whole DVD game. In case you didn't know, pay homage. Respect. Sean Bigger, man of God. Yeah. Shout out to everybody. Everybody. I got family in the building. Bro. When we talk about amazing, you know, everybody talks about short. But there was another player for the Bulls that amazed us for years. The level of talent. Everyone, everybody believed like this was the second coming. Life can take us through a lot of twists and turns, but I will never forget the things that you've done in this game. Uh, we got D Rose in the building. <laughs> Appreciate it, man. How you doing, man? I'm good, man. I mean, I love y'all's show. That's why I wanted to get on. Um, I appreciate you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I is watch every show. Like is it first athlete to pull up? Nah. Uh, oh no, he had a fox. No, we had kid, 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 um, I'm always looking for like, interesting. Why did you dance with LeBron in the middle? That's the first one. That's the first one. Everybody want to know. I mean, I mean, I mean, being from Shaw, bro, we just don't dance like that, bro. Like seriously, though, we just don't dance. And I, 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 I saw him in the back. But it wasn't just his dancing; it was the face he was giving him. I know, I know that face. Look on his face, like yeah. This is what shit. doing. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't that, yo. No, but yeah, they, yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't know. You don't know. You don't know. You don't know. <laughs> but um, when we spoke on the phone, 
Yeah. They shot the OG one for, for even connecting this whole thing. Um, when you spoke on the phone, you said there was a lot of things that you had to get off your chest. Yeah. I feel like the timing is right. You know, I'm 33 now. They say when you 33, the 33s together, I mean the two threes together, that's when you manifest shit. Wow. And uh, yeah, I always lived in the unknown. Like I didn't know what to expect. Like some told me, the, the voice I've been listening to my whole life told me to come here and I just came and just wanted to see how it goes. So. You know what I'm saying? Like, shout that's out what to the Like, seriously, though, bro. Like, ever since I was a kid, like, that's only how you make it. Like, from the area that I grew up in is really, like, like, listening to yourself, like, understanding yourself. And as a kid, I've always been the same way, laid back in the cut. My guys know me straight, game banging. And I'm like, nah, I ain't doing that. Or they, I'll be with them, we shooting dice. They're about to go do some bullshit. I'm like, nah, I ain't on that. But I was close. I was this close to like on every, just send, there's just send off missions. On every mission they going on, I'm about to go. So I'm gonna tell me to start. And I listen, I, I stay calm, I'll be patient. And so how, so far, the shit worked out for me. That's only how I made it through that shit. Was there any, any times where all your homies didn't make it back and you felt like it would have been different if you was there? Nah, because my guys that I grew up with, they was more like hoopers, but they was game banging though. But the older guys that they were with, yeah, some of them didn't make it back. But um, yeah, they always made it back. But it's like, man, I'm, I'm fucking this like no bullshit. My nip like a nigga bit a nigga nipple off. It's like you know what I'm saying. Like what? Like and you went over that for that? Nah, y'all tweaking, bro. Like I'm, I'm on the court. Like after you get that shit patched up, let me go take your money and this bread on the court because that's how I really made my money. Like, you should play for money. I'm, I'm old school with it, bro. Uh, I used to go to different neighborhoods, bro, and that's how I really got my rep in Chicago. Like going to different neighborhoods, playing five on five. 12, 13. 12, 13. Like, um, no matter how tall you was, like, my guy take me west side, south side, east, and play for bread. And one on one, five on five, V, whatever it is, 21, I'm in there. And um, I just had to find a way. That ain't getting dangerous? You running around Chicago, you know, people's money from. You know, so nah, I, it wasn't a crazy amount because I didn't, like, throughout my whole years in Chicago, I didn't play in the Pro-Am. Like, I never played in, um, what you call, what you call it, like, I play AAU, but I never played in, like, um, runs. Don't you know how you see online now? Run, I never played in games like that. Never? Never, never. I always trained. Then, like, of course, like, right now, I'm working myself. This would be the rustiest, like, my coach, like, Tibbs, he'll see me, but he been been with me for years. He know, like, I'm shaking off the rust because I don't run like that in the summer. I just train. Right. So, get on the court, I'm a little rusty, passes a little off, but every day I'm getting better, and I'm getting, uh, and it's been my routine ever since I, I came in the league. How long did it take before you wasn't able to scam people <laughs> <laughs> anymore? Because you probably got in the court and they'd be like, oh, sure, yeah. man, whatever. And then you would jump over their whole box. <laughs> <laughs> and then they would be like, oh, I, I've been set up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but... I always had like skills though. I wasn't like jumping like that over niggas, you know what I'm saying? Like when I first started off, I was like the little nigga in the park, 
um, always in the park. Um, even like the court, it'd be snowing, get a shovel, go up there, shovel one side of the court to the other side, and now I got a whole court. And um, the older guys, like they really took basketball serious in my neighborhood. I went, um, the park that I grew up in was Murray Park. The shit got so crazy, they nicknamed it Murder Park. But they was like protecting me. I was the young guy, like I had those expectations ever since I was younger, like uh, sixth, seventh grade. Um, when Chris Cross was around, pump it up. Oh, was that on um, Chris Cross? Jump, jump, oh, jump, jump, oh, jump, jump. yeah, whatever, what, 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 yeah, 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 whatever it is, yeah, yeah. I bet. But he said, but going to my neighborhood, they were like, pump it up. I'm, I'm about to. You feel what I'm saying? That's why I used to have to say to like the older guy, warm it up. But he say, pump it up. You know what I'm saying? He was a crackhead. You feel me? So he said, like saying some shit. I'm, I'm about. He's like, I see you, neighbor. Say, I'm about to. I bet. I'm said. Whenever I saw him, I used to have to say it. So. Um, all my guys, I, I, I get on the court, all my guys, because at that time, no little guys can get on the court. So they'd be on the court cheering for me because like, damn, you playing with the older guys. Like, damn, man, you scoring. So I'd be scoring, they'd be going crazy. So my mom right there, like, because the game used to be going on kind of late, right. right there chilling. She didn't know what the fuck was going on. Uh, walk me home. Next day, I'm back up at the park. But that was kind of like my safe haven, even though a lot of crazy shit was like going on in that park. Did your mom ever question you? Did your mom ever question you getting money out there? Nah, nah. Because at that time, a lot of people look at like you going to your mom purse and just taking money out is like stealing. But uh, me and my mom relationship was kind of different. Like as a kid, don't you know how like some people were like, man, um, when I was a kid, I didn't know I was fucked up. Like, because of like, I was the way I was, you know what I mean? You just in it. I knew I was fucked up growing up. Like, um, the house that I lived in, it was like nine or 10 people in there, half of them on drugs. Um, used to have to spread around the bed for roaches, going to school, getting roach bites. Like, man, I, I ain't worried about no homework, bro. I just bit, got bit by six roaches. Like, I'm not worried about no fucking homework, bro. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I, I knew the, the limit. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Conditions that I was living in. And so with my mom, she used to, my brothers, They, I got three older brothers. They were, the two of them was out the crib and my brother that's near me, Greedy, he's seven years older than me. So... Um, he used to be out and my mom used to be at the table like counting money and I used to be there with her you know what I'm saying like she used to get she used to get a check she dropped out of school at 14 15 that's when she had my oldest brother so uh, she used to take these assistant jobs but you know when you work for the board she worked for the board of education right. if you don't got no diploma and shit like that sometimes they won't pay you so we uh, uh, we'll be at the table she counting out the bread and she got like $50 left because the, and some of that 50 she hold on to it because some of that 50 she owed to her friends you know, from loans and shit. You know what I'm saying? So um, I'm seeing it 
And I'm like, man, how, like, some got to change, right? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, some got to change. So I used to hustle, but like in like, I would say like clean ways, like never sold drugs in my life, but used to shoot dice, hella dice. Um, at the time, it was a, a shoe company like giving me shoes. I go to the dice game, they shoot to see the shoes I got on. Hey, um, damn, because the guys I hung, the guys I hung around with, they actually like went to school, had jobs and shit when I was in high school. So used to be around them. They're like, damn, they give me those mics. What you afraid, like, what you want from the mics? I'm like, man, give me 75 now if you got it, and then give me the other 75 when you get it. Take the shoes off, trade shoes. I'm walking back home with some bread, get the shit to my mom. Or if I'm, I see a dice game going on, run home. Just get 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 a fifty dub a fifty out my mom's purse. Right. Run back to the dice game. See if I could hit hit the dice game or hit get something from the dice game. But that, I was decent. I was decent. I never like I, I was good. But at the same time, like looking back at it, that's that was like the first time. One of the first times I no the first time that I lost my innocence. Like with my brother, like I'm I'm peeping the dice game for like a couple of weeks. Damn, what's a nine five? Then what's the six eight? So I'm there just looking, just spying on the game. And uh, one day I jumped in, and as I'm fucking shooting, my brother Greedy get come in the park, dice in my hand and everything. I had a split second to think about it, like fuck, like this nigga finna go, like he's finna. I don't know what he gonna think. And I was like, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> Like, fuck it, bro. I say, fuck it. He's just going to have to deal. I seen him do craziest shit. I'm like, fuck it. Yeah. Uh, and looking back, that's when I lost my innocence, like with my brothers, because for sure he probably told my older brothers. And like, but that's how the shit was. Yeah, they knew what it was. Like, I wasn't selling drugs, though, so they was cool with it. Were they, were they bowlers too or no? Yeah, um, all my brothers played. They all went to one high school. Um, but... I end up going to like a different high school at the time, but it all start. I mean, yeah, it's a long story, but you say you want to get to the beginning. Yeah, it started like in sixth grade. Like in sixth grade, I um I, I won a like sixth grade championship. I go um and it's about being in the unknown. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I'm, I'm not knowing what's going on. I'm just living, right? So sixth grade, I win the championship. I, I'm in a magnet school, so I have to go to another school. So my mom's trying, me and my mom's trying to figure out like what school I'm going to. She said, hey, you going to the school on the low end. The low end on 50-something, I live on 70-something. I'm like, all right, cool. I'm not thinking about it at the time. First, the first day of school, she like, yeah, you got to walk down there and get on the bus. I'm like, get on the bus, a school bus. I, that shit didn't like translate to me at the time because I'm thinking like, all right, it's a school around the area. Right. She's like, no, nah, you gotta go get on the school bus. I'm like, what? Blew me. Yeah. Like made me even more introvert. You know what I'm saying? I'm at a school. I'm there. I'm, I'm not fucking with the kids. Like I'm like, it's it's all weird. By the end of the year, we won the seventh grade championship. Go to eighth grade. Won the eighth grade championship. Um, now it's time for high school. At the time, um, I'm with like my friends at this time. We playing AAU. I started AAU in sixth grade too. Right. So the guys that we with, 
um, one of them named Rand, one of my guys, Rand, his dad was like real heavy into like um, just the, the rich basketball culture in Chicago right. where he used to go to like all the high school games and like see like Will Bynum play against Sean Dockery. Like all these type of games that like legendary ass games, his pops at the game. So um, I got real cool with, with, with my guy Ran, and he like, man, I'm going to school like Simeon. At the time, Simeon wasn't like a, a big like um, basketball school like it is now. But he was like, man, I'm going to Simeon. He was like, uh, if y'all like fucking with it, just come up there and just see how it is. I I, I end up going up there. Uh, uh, it was uh, it was a dirty ass school at the time. It wasn't a new school, but I'm like, fuck it, I'm gonna end up going there. It's a dirty ass school, you mean? I mean, it was like ran down. Oh. You know what I'm saying? Like, you could wear, you didn't have to wear a uniform, but it was totally ran down. So, um, but it's a vocational school, so you were able to learn trades and shit while you were there. You know what I'm saying? So, um, we end up. Uh, I'm telling my guy Tim, like, man, um, I'm finna get ready and go to Simeon. At this time, Tim, no, uh, let me get this right, because that voice and the guy Tim, like that's who, he was like my bodyguard. He was a big ass stocky kid, 6'3", every since we was in seventh, eighth grade. We, I've been the same size since seventh, eighth grade. So I'm thinking I'm gonna be like 6'6", six, six, you know what I'm saying? But that's he kept the money from the dice game. No, nah, no, nah, he <laughs> he was with the shit. He was the one game banging. Right. Big we call him Big Tim. He nigga just around the hood just fighting. Mm. But he fucked with me for some reason. You know what I'm saying? He ended up going to Beasley with me, seven to eighth. We won the championship. So he falling in love with basketball because he's getting attention. Right. So I'm like, man, I'm finna go to Simeon. He like, fuck it, I'm going too. So uh we end up going to Simeon. And like all that shit just came together. Like when we got there, uh, I played JV because when the coach that was there, he was like this Martinette type of coach, like a strict ass coach. He uh, he ain't played no games, and at the time he was um, teaching me discipline. Like you could have went anywhere and like started. I could have went anywhere and started as a freshman, but he was like, Nah, you gonna learn like learn learn to be a young man. So any anything in the school, if you got back to Henry, you know you getting your ass whooped or something. You know what I'm saying? He was one of them type of guys. But a lot of people were like, man, what he doing this? Some of us needed that. Yeah. For sure. You really give an ass whooping? Not listen. Like, listen. Yes. But wow. Yes. Like, some of us needed that. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. you got city kids coming up here. Yeah, you got to be able to fucking think, yeah. critically think. What are you doing? So you want them brother man. You know what I'm saying? One of them type of guys. You know what I'm saying? What you doing, brother man? This and that. Like, but at the same time, he teaching us, grooming us to become young men. We get, I get on the JV and we win the championship in JV. So from six to my freshman year, we won back to back to back to back. So we won JV championship. <clears throat> And we don't know what we got at the time because we like, man, we love playing with each other, but this can be like something like big. This can be like something huge, you know what I mean? And at the time, yeah, yeah. But at the time, we didn't know how uh, like the legacy, the, the 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 rich history of Simeon is. Have you ever heard of Benji Wilson? 
Benji Wilson. How anybody heard of Benji Wilson in here? Yeah, and he was a player that got killed in my school at the time. He was the number one player in the in the nation. Wow. He went to Nike camp, ended up coming back, game banging, not game, probably game banging, mm -hmm. allegedly, and end up like getting shot. Wow. While he was number one, ended up getting killed. Wow. My freshman year, they gave us a book at freshman orientation. Hey, this is the Benji book. I ain't even read the book at the time. One of them niggas, you wanna have something from a nigga, put it in the book. Right. I was one of them, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, not, I, I overlooked it, like man, this shit, but I'm in it. Everybody, every, um, the best player at Simeon wore number 25 because of Benji. Every, um, he wore number 25. So I got the, the, the number on, I'm representing them, but I ain't get the totality of the story. Right. So uh, we win freshman year, and we we yeah we on top of everything. Then we end up losing my sophomore year, and we won um, junior and senior, and that was pretty much like my shit at Simeon. But being there, it was a lot for me to like to be there and like understand like the system and playing AAU ball. Like in AAU ball, my brother coached the team, so he used to just let let me play. And, but when I got back to school, I, I had to play in the system. I didn't become a point guard till my junior year. I was the three all the way into my junior year. So it's like, all right, you're gonna be the point guard. I'm like, oh shit, you give me the ball. Hmm. Now I'm finna get loose. It was like one of them type of thing. But, was the coach the first challenge figure? Uh, no, I had, I had a few. I had a few, my AAU coach. I had uh, my, my guy, Dre. Um, Dre was the dude that that really like took care of me and like and and Shaw. Like I met him probably my seventh or eighth grade year. And um he used to always be at Simeon because his nephew went there. But Dre was like real tough in the street, like heavy in the streets. So um he was super low key. And I used to ask my bro, why are you so low key? Why are you so low key? And like, he didn't tell me until like a few years after, like he used to drive me from Simeon, that's on 80-something, he used to drive me to 180th, drive me back to 66, then drive back home to 180 every day after practice wow. to like work on my game. Teaching me, once again, discipline. Hey, you gotta work on your game. And I see something in you, but I'm asking, I'm like, bro, why, why are you so low key? Like, you don't got, you know what I'm saying? Like, you don't got no chains on. Like, you, your family well taken care of. Until he told me the story one day. Like, man, I mean, he won't mind me telling the story. So, uh, so we in the car one day, and he's telling me how one of his friends came back from college and shit. So they on some straight bullshit in the car. They they got the, this dude, like this this stick up dude in the back. You know, they on some bullshit. He tell him to pull in the alley. Hey, pull in this alley. End up shooting his best friend in the head after like he was just at school. End up killing his best friend. End up shooting Dre in the neck and in the chest. He had to play dead to get out the situation. He telling me this. I'm like, man, what? Like, was he was he robbing? Nah, not nah, it, it was supposed to be some other shit. They sending them on somebody else. Mm. The shit turned and he tried to get them. Yeah, so uh, he telling me that, and it just like hit me like, all right, I'm taking notes. All right, don't be flashy. Don't 
like I, I can't like mind my bit. Like I, I'm why telling me these stories. I'm like, I right, check, 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 because I'm still living in the hood. I'm still being around. I'm still even though I ain't hooping on the court no more. I'm still in the same area. So, um, so all that shit like like hit me kind of different, and that's when we really like got our bond. But if it weren't for Dre, it was spotlight. Yeah. Like, people know your name. You've been going around hoods, things. Yeah. Bringing home all these championships. Like, how low-key can you say? I mean, it was kind of low-key. I was low-key in a way because I wasn't, by, by the time I got to high school, I told my mom, like, man, this neighborhood, like, too crazy. So the guy, Randall, who I'm talking about, I um, used to be at his crib in the summertime. He used to pick me up from school every day, like drive me to school, drive my way from the low end, pick me up, go to school. That's a long ass distance, but um, he was kind of like well off. And the area that he lived in was where Obama um, built his crib in Chicago. Like in, Ch in Chicago, Obama was living in like a, a regular ass neighborhood, mm -hmm. and they just built their crib or got a crib in a regular neighborhood. And my guy lived close to that neighborhood, so it was kind of like semi-safe. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So I used to be over there because I couldn't move around in Inglewood like that. So I'm like, Mom, I'm going to a random crib. I'm sleeping on the floor at his house, right? I'm like, man, I, I just don't want to like be over here and get caught up in, into some bullshit. bullshit. Yeah. Right. So you took precautions. Yeah, for sure. What, 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 what hood was that? Um, the one that um, it was the low end. That's like fifty some, like fifties and sixty. I mean, like fifties and forties, like something like that. Where did you live? I lived in Inglewood. Yeah. Well, that's like West, like, like West Inglewood. Yeah, that's like South. South. Yeah. Is it a number street too? Or? Yeah, it's like, I mean, people know what I'm talking Yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah so. Now, I've been out there, I went on, I was like years ago. My man, Fluky, um, he got a situation with um, some, some dudes out here, Coptic, shout out to Coptic. <laughs> He was down, down with that boy. We went out there to kind of like get his buzz going and, and took me with him because, you know, he knew me, you know. Yeah. You know what I mean? I feel you. So we went out there on 75th. And I was like, yo, uh, where the store at? We go to the store. And he called his sister. And his sister came out with the hammer. Yeah. And I'm like, Word. <laughs> like, what we doing? Yeah. Like, yeah. We walked to the store. We walked to the store. I don't want to rob the store. I just want to go. No, 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 no. No, I'm, no. But she was like, you know what I mean? And I saw it. Remember seeing the siren lights on all the corners. Okay. At night. And I was like, damn. How you supposed to feel like a, like a human being? Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. It's like talking about the camera, the camera. With the, the, all night long, these yeah. lights is just it's running. Yeah. I'm like, yo, this shit crazy. She was bugged out. Did you ever read the Benji book? No, I never read it, but um, I got the knowledge behind it, though. Like like I said, understanding like the, the, the lessons that they were trying to teach me at the school, like he ain't put progress reports, but you're right. Uh, report cards better be right. Um, in school, any of that, he wasn't playing around, bro. So it's like, all right, like we got to walk this this line because if we don't walk this line, we letting down my our teammates if we can't play in this game. Right. So it's like a brotherhood that he was building, and 
it's still to this day where it's like you come from the Mean, you know what it is. It's like it's a straight brotherhood. Right. We had other, we got Jabari Parker that played in the league. We got um, Kendrick Nunn right now that played for the LA um, Lakers right now. You know what I mean? Like other guys that, um, Taylor Horton, TAC, like, um, like it's other guys that's from the program that's in the league right now. And they came from like the, the foundation that Hamrick laid down. What was Pops at this stuff? I never met my pops. That was my next question. Yeah, I never met my pops. You've been, you've been doing a lot of adulting very early. You sit yeah. at the table with your mother, counting up money, yeah. figure out what you build and dating what's getting left. And I've never heard about, that's why I asked you about the father thing, because I didn't hear about anybody else family. Yeah, my, my dad uh, wasn't around at all, and I wasn't like that kid that, um, like, they got mad at that. Like, I took it as, like, motivation. Where it's like, nigga, I'm gonna smash everything that he even wanted to dream about. Mm. Like whatever you thought mm. you was gonna do as a man. This is when I, I I thought that he was living because the older I got, I realized like he he passed. Uh, but at that time, I'm like, man, if he's somewhere, like nigga, I'm gonna smash everything you 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 imagine your imagination, nigga. I'm gonna smash that yeah. by hard work. By going to the gym, by at the time I know the numbers, ten thousand hours. That's what it take to um to like get close to master something. Yeah, man, I. <laughs> you put in that ten thousand. Listen, bro, I'm no bullshit because injuries and all. I'm close to like thirty or forty, bro. Like that's facts. Like I dedicated my whole life to like this sport at one point, and that's why I achieved what I achieved. So. Like, um, yeah, to sit back and like, like I said, to not be um, obsessed with it, because when you obsess, it, like, it's intrusive. I'm, I'm, I'm in school. I'm doing work. Damn, I could have dunked on his ass like that. Like, <laughs> I fuck his like, damn, we play. What's wrong? You know what I'm saying? With yeah. a girl? Are you tripping? Why are you tweaking? I'm gonna go to the gym. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Every, it was just intrusive, bro. And now I'm at a point now, like, I I have, a, like, a, a deep love for it because, like, I'm not like your typical hooper, like I said earlier. Like, I didn't grow up looking at MJ and them, like, when they won the championships. And, like, damn, like, I'm being glued to the TV. Right. I was outside. Like, my brother and them be watching TV. MJ no plan. I bet I'm out to see y'all. I'm outside. And I'm on the court. Championship come, they win championship. I couldn't feel it. I was too young to go outside and feel the celebration. So I'm through the window looking, everybody having fun. I'm like, fuck y'all. I'm like, I can't go out there. Like, right. I ain't feeling it. Right. Kids now know your salary. Know this, know that. Mm-hmm. that I ain't know none of that, bro, until my sophomore year. Right. I didn't pay attention to none of that. You wasn't the MJ? No, bro. No. I didn't play like MJ. Yes, you get what I'm saying? Like, like, damn, I could fade away. Like, nigga, I couldn't shoot at the time. It's like I'm athletic than people, but I'm piecing my game together. Right. Who, what player in the league that, that played like me at the time? You can say AI. AI ain't big like me. Right. Like, I don't play like AI. Even though he's a hell of a player, our games are, t- like, totally different. Yeah. Like, so what player can I relate to in the league at the time? Isaiah? Me? 
Nah, I was faster. Yeah, like faster. speed. You know what I'm saying? I'm playing with a totally different speed, bro. Yeah. I'm talking about speed. Speed kills all that. You get what I'm saying? I'm moving way faster than y'all, so I ain't ain't like it. So let me get to it. So growing up, they telling me like, man, you played you you this, you played like Jamie Brown, you played like Z. I'm like, who the fuck are these people, bro? Yeah, they, hit you, they ever hit you with Kenny Anderson? No, bro. I, I'm just saying, people that, nigga, I don't know people from Chicago. So how the fuck Kenny, I wouldn't have known. Right. I'm like, man, I just have a pure love for this sport. Mm-hmm. And I have a relationship with this ball that nobody, like, this is my everything. Right. That's my first girlfriend. That's why I'm telling my son. Like, that got to be your first girlfriend, bro. Because the that's the difference between the 400 players that's in the league and the people that's not in the league. Right. We have a different relationship with the ball that's different than everybody else in the world. Wow. And it's because we had that ball on our hip from this high. Everywhere you go. Everywhere you go. You, you, you taking it where you getting like then you getting praised for it. At the time I didn't care about like all the the praise and shit because I like I I just wanted to hoop. So, like, my, my my friend Randall, his dad used to tell me, like, we used to be going to games. He like, uh, Pooh, man, like, the way you just played, like, you, you get everybody involved, this and that. I'm like, man, this is regular shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I what, put, um, throw the ball up ahead? Or get everybody? I'm thinking that's just regular. Yeah. And it became, like, a, a prowess that, that like carry me to the league. You know what I'm saying? Like, like is it a sense of humility or you were just I always been this way, but my brothers them tell me that, like, bro, it couldn't have been us. Cause we would have been my act totally different than anybody in my family. Totally different. My family wild. I'm the only one that's laid back, chill, like and like like yeah, that that don't got a high head. And I fight that every day. Like, I mean yeah, that's like a generational curse that I'm fighting, where I got the temperament, but I'm able to hold it. So I got when people talk, like you, I, I, I got to hear what you say because I'm making sure there ain't no disrespect with that. Yeah, you feel me? So imagine every day you talking to people, and if they talking in like a certain tone, yeah. you taking it as this, like that's a generational curse, bro, that you got to break. How do you hold it? What was? It seems like his frontal lobe was developed. <laughs> <laughs> Very young. Shout out. Definitely would have said that you don't do the shot deal with that. For sure. How, how, what's your, what's, okay, I don't hear I don't hear money as the motivation you play in ball, which is what a lot of I heard a lot of ball players say. This was my ticket out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Slinging no, actually, no, I was. It was a little bit of that for sure. Gambling. No, for no, no, sure. no. The gambling, yeah, but yeah. like you, you speak more of a love for the game as opposed to this is my ticket out of the hood. For sure. It, I mean, hear way more of that than the other. But he said right. sophomore, he seen the branding. No, 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 it wasn't that. I didn't know I was good like that until my brother, like these one of the stories I can't tell, like an ESPN or nobody. My brother up in there cutting up crack. I'm in the room with him. He, um, it's just us two. This the same nigga that when I used to be around him and I used to like fail, like my court, um, report cards used to come back D's and C's. He was like the smart 
throwing out the family all of my brothers so be for dummy dummy dumbass <laughs> get your dumb ass in school you know what I'm saying like with the forgetting the books dummy like so he one of them irritating ass brothers you know what I'm saying <laughs> like I'm hearing them and I'm like bruh alright like so it was one day he and that drunk and he he cutting up like some crack and he was being I could tell he was being honest he gave me a compliment bruh like like Pooh you got a chance you cold shorty like you got a chance and to hear him say that yeah. it gave it boosted me you know what I'm saying like damn like like alright I, I probably do got a chance at this shit I probably can change my like change this shit but I, at the time I still didn't know numbers I still didn't know none of that mm. I knew I had to work harder for it like alright I got a chance to like do some shit like set a standard for my family even though I didn't know what that was at the time I'm like I know I can make a change and that's what I got from my bro saying that shit and did your bros hold you down being at your pops working around a lot? Your yeah, they was there. Like my brother, all my brothers was there. But being in Chicago, you need protection like that yeah. because of like y'all, the players y'all said, Isaiah's and all the other players. People see that and they see dollar signs. So every like I said, sixth grade, people seeing me like, damn, sure, like he he moving different, like. He made, hey, hey, yeah. he, 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 I win sixth grade, I won seventh grade, wow. I win eighth, eighth grade. They like, oh shit. Yeah. He is, he's on the way. You get me? He's that kid. My brother and them had to shield him off. Like, nah, like they weren't on that. Like my, especially my, my brother, um, Reggie, my other two brothers, Wayne, and the one that was above me, Greedy, he was, they weren't around like that on the basketball side because they was with their families, but my brother Reggie had time to like be with me, go to AU. Um, circus with me be my AU coach then brought my other brothers along so they shielded me from even the shoe companies so you know how it is like you how get is that going with uh, shoe companies like I mean it's a fight I mean it's a battle like when you see a kid they see dollars and it's like man how can we get in so my brothers like shield all that shit away from me so that I could like move around like I move around now I'm on my own time I don't owe nobody shit. What, what was the, the most extravagant thing you ever offered around that time? Uh, Some shit that you were like, damn, I'm gonna take it. That's what I'm saying. I never heard those conversations. My brother and them shielded me away from that. Wow. Like my, even my college visit, bro, my brother was like, man, I had like five schools on my list. My brother like, all right, you're not going to UCLA for a visit and you're not going to North Carolina. And he was doing that because he didn't want me to get like, like um, struck by like the campus of like being in LA and getting like, like caught up in like, like that type yeah. of the palm trees and, right, I, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I went to Memphis. Went to Memphis. I end up going to Memphis. I go down there. I don't know what to expect. Like I said, being in the unknown. Yeah. I go down there. Don't know what to um, expect. And I see that the, they hood though. Everybody hood on the team, they older. They moving around different. Mm. I see that the only thing that they missing is a point guard, bro. That's it. That's it. Perfect. 
I'm here. I'm here, bro. Like, and I end up going to Memphis out of all the schools I could have went to. Did you? Did you get? Um, did you get offered any like threesomes? <laughs> <laughs> like Jesus did. No, no, no. It wasn't. I was. I was moving and grooving, but it wasn't. I mean, it wasn't like that. It wasn't like so. It's nah. not that brash. No, nah, it probably is for certain people. But, but when I was there, like Cal had me like. On like a like with tunnel vision, like hey, I hated him while I was there. Like he used to call because, bro, he tricked my mom to even get me there. Like told her like hey, like um, he's showing another facility. Hey, when he down there, he acting like he's gonna be a nice guy, and which all coaches do. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. I get on, I get on the court. I ain't doing shit the right way. He threatened me out of all the people to kick me out the gym. Hey, if you doing this motherfucker, you gonna get out the gym. One more, one more mistake. Dre, get in. Dre, no knock on Dre. Dre, he been there like two or three years at the time, so he know the system already. Right. So he coming in doing everything exactly how Cal wanted to do it. Right. I'm sick. I'm calling my guy Dre, who I was telling you that I was taking care of. I'm Dre, bro. I'm finna leave this motherfucker, bro. This, I don't fuck with Cal, bro. Yeah. Uh, he like, man, G, stick it through. Like, just stick it through. I know you, like, just don't leave. He begging me to stay. Right. Fuck it, I'm gonna stay. <laughs> I end up, like... Yeah, to hear it, right? Yeah. I end up falling in love with, like, the team, bro. And, like, they took me as, like, little bro. And um, that year, we end up um, going all the way to the championship and end up losing in the championship. But, like, the memories I got from that um, was, like, something I was priceless. You know what I'm saying? Even though they, like, banned that shit, that's, like, everybody still knew what went on down there. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So, from there, it's time to go to league. <laughs> Uh, it was kind of different. People changing around you. People like you, you sensing the vibe. Like everybody see it. When you projected to go number one. No, nah, at that time, Mike Bees was like going crazy too. He was like national player of the year, going crazy. And <laughs> I remember being like being out here. And uh, before the draft, like I, I been knew I was out. Like man, I'm gone. I thought the tournament that I had, I'm like man, I'm gone. But the shit was different then. I had to play to actually get to where I was at. Like now, you don't got to have to. You don't need a, a crazy college run to get like to a top spot. Like they go off potential. Hey, I'm gonna pick you. You look like you number one. Not no knocking that, but I used to, I had to play for that number one spot. Right. Um, they, I'm out here, uh, the Bulls, uh, I'm, we, I'm at dinner, it's the night before the draft, the Bulls call, like, my brother, they gonna deny this, but they call my brother, <laughs> and, um, some shit come up with, uh, like, his background, like, your brother was arrested, this and that, blah, 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 you get caught with this, like, what's going on? I'm sick because I'm like, nigga, y'all drafting me. Y'all ain't drafting my brother, bro. Like, we gonna go with, we thinking about going with Mike B's. I'm like, all right, go with him then. 
I get up from the, the, the table, I'm sick, bro. I'm, I have to walk out. I'm fucking, like, crying and shit because I wanted to go number one. Like, and, like, my brother, he come out, he frustrated because, like, he like, man, this shit happened in the past. Like, it's nothing I could do with What's it. it? What, were they, what were they pulling up? Like, his drug arrest. You know what I'm saying? The, seeing his charges and shit. And... He 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 saw that I was hurt and how bad I wanted to go number one. So we out there going through it, bro. But at the end, I was like, man, fuck it. If they don't pick us, we're gonna go to Miami and we're gonna do the same thing. And that night, they end up still like riding with me. Why would that even be a factor? Yeah. Do you think your brother's gonna sell drugs to the team? Uh, listen, bro. I mean, it's uh, a big decision. Yeah, yeah. You're about to get millions. Yeah. So we, we might be funding Nino Brown. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> we gotta make sure yeah. this isn't happening. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> crazy places to break happen. Yeah, bro. Because it's copying breaks. For sure. I'm about to go play Denver. You know what I mean? For sure. No, that's real. People selling drugs and aren't doing it because. It's like the ambition. Please understand it. Most people who've never seen or been around drug dealers don't understand it. That's why I'm saying it, man. Please understand it. His brother wasn't running out there like, oh, I can't wait to sell drugs this morning. Like, nah. that wasn't the that wasn't the Nah, chill out. But my brothers did. They did protect me though. Like, yeah. um, for instance, like. Uh, so you still a virgin this whole like nah, <laughs> nah, 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 we talking about we talking about what? You had a girlfriend? Yeah, I had girls. I, I don't want to bring them up like that. Yeah, yeah. I want to know if that that Jesus shows worth shit. No, it's real. It's real. It's real. With certain certain cases, yeah, it's it's definitely real. So but it wasn't with that. Some chicks like they just. No, it's, I mean, that's all on campus, yeah. That's, that, I mean, it go down. It go down on campus, you, for sure. You, 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 Look at that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, bro, let me just tell you. Hey, look, Nobody talks about this ESPN. I don't know why. We was number one in Memphis, bro, for the whole, almost the whole year. So, like, you put it together. Number one in the nation, bro, and little in the nation mm-hmm. in Memphis. So, so, it's like we moving around different. We with Yo Gotti. We with... You know what I'm saying? When Yo Gotti was making um, cocaine music. Yeah. The, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, it was like, we with the guy, you know what I'm saying? We was moving around the city different. But we, uh, let me get back to my brother. Mm-hmm. So, one day my brother, I'm walking to the park. I don't got no shoes. I live like two blocks away from the park. I don't got no shoes on. Uh, I'm walking up there just to see who got the park. I'm like, man, who up here? If somebody up here, I'm about to run back and get some shoes or whatever. Mm-hmm. My brother pull up on me. Like, oh, he on the other side of the street, wrong side of the street, he pull up on me. Where the fuck Greedy at? I'm like, my, uh, he on the porch with Alvin. He with his guy, like, on the porch. Right, he skirt off. I see him hit the corner. I'm like, damn, going to the crib. Like, what the fuck going on? He going to the crib. Mm-hmm. Bruh, I go back to the crib. I go back to the corner. He beating up my brother. He beating up my brother that's above me. Beating him up. Come to find out. He told my mom that he wasn't going to college. He got a scholarship and he wasn't going to college. So I'm like, damn, it's a standard. Like a standard was set. Like, yeah. check, I'm going to college. <laughs> <laughs> That's all. I, I do not want to go through that. I'm going to college, bro. But this is the privilege of being the youngest, because you get to see everybody else's mistakes and be like, "Oh yeah, can't do that. Yeah, can't do that." All right, cool. For sure. So it was like, 
an easy run or with um no nah. did you ever have a like a big conflict with your brothers no nah, i never had that i mean i was bro you asked my brother them i was good i never had no fights when i had to fight with my brother one time really slammed me on my neck and that was it I gotta fight him again, but I was kind of like out the way. Yeah, I was like out the way, bro. I'm seriously out the way, doing my own thing. And like, even with my mom, um, we got, I kind of had like a conflict with my mom because um, after my sophomore year, we get to um, uh, turn a junior. And no, no, my senior year, you know, your senior year, you're about to go to college. And like, I want to, like, I think I'm old now. I think I'm older now. I got responsibility. Like, man, I could be out a little bit later. I'm doing this and doing that. Right. But we used to have, like, beef because um, I, wanted, I wanted to be older than what I was because they changed the rule. Like, if it was a, the, the, the NBA rule, the draft rule, like, you had to attend one year of college. Right. If it was a chance that I could have went out in my senior year, I was going to go. But I'm, I wanted to be to I wanted to be older because to take us out of the poverty. Right. So I'm like, man, like sh shit got to change. Like I'm still right. fucked up. I'm still even though I'm still getting shit from like these like companies, it's, it's still fucked up. I'm still living in the same house. I'm still living in the attic of my mom's crib. Right. And one day she like I seen that it really hurt her. Like she went upstairs and like threw my TV down the stairs. And that's when I knew, like, I got to chill. Like, damn, I didn't mean to, like, hurt you like that. Well, like, what were you doing? I was just, you know, like, I'm thinking that it's the summer before I actually go to Memphis. It's that summer, and I'm thinking I'm out. You know, I mean? I'm getting back at 12, 12.31 in the morning. Right. She's like, nah, nigga. Like, you still in my house. Right. Like, who the fuck you think you is? Right. You get what I'm saying? I'm arguing with off that. Like, I want freedom. Like, I'm older now. And I'm not like my brothers. That's my arguing with, with her. Like, I'm not getting in trouble. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm totally different. Right. She wasn't having it. Get the fuck out of my house. Threw my TV down the stairs. And that's when they hit me. Like, oh, I got to chill, bro. And get the box. Yeah, Bob, big back, big back. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Roll, did it, nigga. <laughs> hell yeah, hell yeah. Nah, it was real, bro. It was real. Wow. Because around that whole time, uh, I'm seeing my brother change, too. My brother above me. That's when I knew, like, death was something totally different. Like, people handled death different. And, um... When his friend Esco got killed, it changed him. Like, like when he was a knee freak, if I go in this room, move the remote, he could tell I'm in the room. Stay the fuck out of my room. How you fucking knew I was in there? Like, nigga, don't worry about it. Stay the fuck out of my room. Right. I'm like, all right. He went from that to, like, he, he dressing up clean and shit to he standing on the block with a snowsuit on for two weeks. Dirty. I'm like, what the fuck? You serving? You really serving? Uh? Mm. Changing. Like, totally changing, bro. And I'm like, oh, shit. Like, he grieving, but don't know how to grieve. Yeah. Like, I get to my senior year, and uh, I know I get, yeah, I get to my senior year, and one of my best friends, that same dude I used to, 
like you know back then you used to bathe with like like when you so young with people your mama you spend night with right, people right, crib yeah. all y'all get in the tub one time you know what i'm saying somebody i grew up grew up with like that end up getting killed kill me uh me and my mom arguing about that man cal want me want us to go to summer school one time like come early and and then it was around the time like i miss his funeral i'm arguing with her about that she say nah like i'm gonna go for the both of us so i'm at i'm on campus like it's killing me bro that you that i missed it yeah you know what i'm saying like damn i missed that fine funeral bro like uh so i i had to use that shit as like motivation for the whole year to like get me through right. like you know what i mean like fuck it i'm doing for i'm doing it for him and that shit like gave me the boost that i need to actually like have the year that i needed but I used it. I used that energy totally different than how my brother used it, mm. and that was the difference. And that's the difference I wanted to make. Right. Like I ain't gonna let this shit change me while I'm down here to like fuck off my dream, mm. like and and like going to a shell and like not work or be isolated from the team. Like nah, I'm around my guys. I gotta keep my mind going. I gotta. I y'all going to the um, court. I, I'm going to the court with y'all. Let's work out. Right. And um, I had Ross Strickland down there with me. And Rod was like, you know, he went to DePaul, like some Chicago, like lineage, and like he helped me with everything. He used to be in the uh, in the gym with his kids, and he used to see that like me, CDR, and everybody else was in the gym, and he used to like, I right, go on the basket. I right, you gotta you gotta put the right touch on it. So we working on like angles, the touch of the ball, how you gotta spin it, and like the shit end up working off, I mean, paying off because uh, like I got a good like touch for the ball and all that and my angles, like my layup game, like kind of crazy. 80 pauses in that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm from shot. I mean, I'm from shot. I'm from I'm from shot. I'm guys on the team be on that like what I don't, I don't rework I'm like yeah you heard me little nigga yeah that soul being him and he was like yo man I used to be in jail oh you got this I ain't eat the, the, the sandwiches or whatever so I be like yo my salami's on the market he <laughs> <laughs> went in a hole you know, like Paul no, it's for sure gonna be that. Yeah, I mean it's gonna bring more people to it. So that's what that is. Salami for sale. Who wants? Wow. All right, all right. I want to go back to the, get to the draft. Yeah. You know the importance of this moment. This is where everything changes. Yeah. You go from the hard life. Being a, the, the the light in your family, yeah. the one that could do something that could change all of it. Everybody's moving the next day. For sure. What are you feeling at that moment, especially with you know the phone call with, with the conversation about your brother's record, yeah, and all this stuff? What are you feeling in that moment? Um. Uh... Tell you the truth, I was still in a, in a mindset of like keeping it moving, like get the shit over with so I could play. Hmm. That's what I was on. Wow. Yeah, because I told you it wasn't like I'm there and I'm saying like 
like saying crazy shit on the mic. I'm like, man, get this. I don't want to be here like that. All right, David Stern, how you doing? Take the picture. All right, when can we play? Because I'm trying to like get to it. You know what I mean? And my, my agent, BJ Armstrong, played with MJ. So he used to tell me like, man, uh, all like MJ little like tips and shit. You know what I'm saying? Not only him, but um, Kobe. Like some of those. Nah, just like his mentality. Yeah. Like um, intimidation. Intimidation. Yeah, that's not a factor in the league no more like that. Yeah. Where like uh, me not talking to players on the court, it, it puts some in the air where it's like, man, what the fuck is he thinking? Then right. I'm playing extremely hard. And I'm not saying nothing, but that's just the way I always played growing up, being in shot, being in gyms. Tell you a story, one other story. I'm in the gym one time. Y'all ever heard of Sharon Collins? He played for Kansas. He, uh, he, he had like a year older than me. But at this time, I'm in the gym. I'm with Randall and his dad and his little brother Langston. And I'm eating nachos. I'm watching Sharon play um, varsity as a freshman. So I'm in eighth grade. I'm watching him play as a freshman. I'm like, everybody in the gym, it's, it's a packed gym. And he's killing. And um, R.I.P. Snake, it's a dude at the time, I didn't know him at all. He stands up and turns around to me as I'm eating. I'm a kid, bro. I'm in eighth grade. You can't fuck with that. You can't fuck with that. Like, got the whole gym attention talking shit to me as a kid. And I don't even know who this fucking dude is. You feel me? But he don't know who the fuck I am. Right. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. The whole time is burning me up on the inside. I'm laughing at him. Yeah. Like, eat my nachos still, but I'm like, I can't wait till next year. I'm gonna be a freshman, y'all. I can't wait. And I'm gonna remember you. <laughs> like, I'm gonna remember you. Right. I made it to the league. He, he passed now, but... He always brought up that because he used to be at the Bulls game. You remember when I yeah, yeah nigga, I remember that. Yeah. You goddamn right I remember that. Yeah, yeah. I remember that. Yeah. And look what you saying now. Right. You gotta take all that shit back. So I remember that as a but that's what I mean. Growing up in them environments, I was able to like hold that shit in and express it just solely on the court. I'm I'm hungry at the crib. I'm going through shit. I'm this, I'm that. I'm able to express this shit on the court and take it out on you motherfuckers <laughs> in my own way. Yeah. And that's how it was. Harnessing all that hard life. You know what I'm saying? So you didn't, so you didn't take um, DJ's tips of Mike's intimidation or your form of intimidation? No, that was one of them. That was one. Um, MJ, he talks shit sometimes, but yeah. it's like the fear of you waking him up. Like, my, like, oh, shit, I don't want to wake up black cat. I'm like, oh, shit. Black Jesus. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, the people was timid. Like, even though, like, I, I, and it's like, if you was about that, I'm going to wear you down. Right. Who going to break first? Like, I'm going to try to break you first before you get to me. And I felt like that's what made my competitive edge, like, at a high level, pushed me to a high level because... I was willing to do anything on that court to win that game. And that's what people saw like at a, at, from my rookie year all the way to I won like the MVP. Like, oh shit, like, this little nigga got 
like I can't put a finger on it, but he different. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that's what it was. What was that changing moment like? Okay. What was that changing moment when you make it to the NBA? Where's mama going? Where's your brothers? Where's all that? What's happening there? My, I mean, everybody was good. I made it. First thing, bought my mama crib. Um, first, thing. first thing, first thing, bought my mama crib, got myself um, a, a ring. Yeah, we got a ring. No, look. That's Mama crib. First thing, bro. Her crib, got my brother and them like situated. And like got myself like I got like a range or something like that, and I got my teeth done. So it was like you know how it is when you a kid. You like looking in the mirror. You like man, fuck this shit. Like <laughs> all my pictures, I'm smiling like this, nigga. Like smiling, not showing my teeth. That's something I was in, like insecurities about ever since I was younger. So I got myself situated. And um, yeah, and it was back to keeping it moving because I'm with BJ. He telling me, hey, like. Like even the playoffs when I beat Boston, he used to like like oh not beat Boston but just push them to Game Seven. He used to like just say shit, and I used to wonder like, all right, why you cut off the conversation? He used to tell me shit like, all right, win the first game and we'll talk after that. I'm like, what the fuck do you mean win the first game and we talk after that? All right, I want to hear what else he got to say. So I'm out there playing in the playoff game my first game against the Celtics, and I'm playing as if it's like a regular game because he's making it seem like it's a regular game. Right. And he's like putting that battery in my back. I win the first game, and, and I'm very inquisitive. I, what, what else you got to talk about? If I win this first one, what else? Like, what's the next task? Right. What's next? Right. And that's the conversations we, we he would have. He would push me mentally to like think the game in like different ways to like break down the game and like, or like how to even like compete with Bron and them. Mm. I'm going back, I'm going back to the hotel. Hey, you see what they was doing? Yeah, we coming up with whole schemes before I even go to tears and tell, he telling us the scheme, but in my head, man, him, we breaking down every game, seeing like how can we manipulate the game in like in a different way. So like, it was great having them this whole ride. So it was just, wow, just a lot of focus. The motivation is what's getting me. One, one moment you were motivated by poverty in the house, hard times in the house, your brothers, everybody going through it. You're not in that situation anyway. Yeah. You went number one. Mama got the crib. All the brothers are situated. You got the car you wanted, getting your teeth together. Yeah. What's more, but you still find ways to be to harness all this other energy that comes from everywhere. It seems like now he's in the air and you're using that for motivation, yeah. Like, but it was everything, it was ever like it was really like cold. And I'm not saying this because I ain't trying to like, like get any shine off my brother just for saying his name, right. and you know what I'm saying. Right. I signed with BJ and them and Aaron Tellum at the time because that was Kobe's first agent. Mm. So I signed with him. I'm asking him everything about Kobe. This and that. What's going on? How he used to like do this and do that. What were the things that you learned that nobody knew? I mean, he worked on his, every summer he worked on one or two moves to implement into the year. Like kids, they work on, well, I'm not saying everybody, but 
you can't work on 10 moves and try to and, and, and implement that and then you'll look fucking crazy. Right. So you work on one or two things that's which is going to take almost the whole summer footwork uh, uh, reverse pivot um, with me shooting and like when I realized that I'm like alright like uh, I want to see if he seen that I've been working on my shooting he noticed it like damn you've been working on your shooting like I'm like oh shit Cole noticed that but he I'm not telling him none of the stories that like bro I signed with these people because of you you know what I'm saying I ain't tell him none of this right. so my first three years first two or three years I didn't go to parties I didn't go out to eat I didn't go to concerts I didn't do none of that shit because I'm thinking Kobe is not doing it right. you get what I'm saying I'm like damn he had like I to, but I'm thinking like he not doing it I'm like Kobe ain't doing this and I ain't mentioning him I ain't saying this I am we play different positions but I could tell he was improving every year from, from when he came in he was an athletic bomb player all athleticism then he went from that to being skilled, being able to shoot, et cetera. I'm seeing it, I'm like, oh shit. Like, and he's not showing nobody his workouts. Mm. So it's like, oh, he's like separating himself from people and that intimidation. Mm. Where it's like, when you play against him, it's in the air, bro. Mm. When he catch the ball, you got 20,000 people in the arena, like you about to get fucked up. Yeah, right. Like what move he finna hit you with, you know what I'm saying? And I end up getting an insight by, they had a game, or we had, um, during the lockout, one of my first couple of years, we had a lockout, and they had like a, um, it's a dude in the Philippines, he a billionaire, he was going around giving people crazy bread to come over there and play in like an all-star game. Crazy bread. Of course, a lot of us, like like 400, 500,000, Kobe at the time probably got a million dollars to go over and put. So we over there, me, CP, KD, Jane, everybody over there, damn near, like an all-star team. And I got my first insight to see like him like not, like he was tricking me the whole time. What do you mean? My nigga, when I tell you he was there relaxing, he was chilling, bro. I got like, it seemed like who the guy, whoever it was, let me see him like relax. Just be cold and like have fun. I told you three years straight, I didn't do none of that. None of that. My friends coming out, friends, they'd be in the club. They'd be like, hey, they'd text me and call me, hey, such and such in the club. Um, he, he in the club right now, bust his ass tomorrow. Um, what, he out right now? He came in, went out? I bet. <laughs> like, so, like, my whole shit was three years straight. I'm on that. I get a chance to see him out and, and chilling, and it fucked me up. Like, man, you, bro, you. You be going out? You go out? You have fun, bro? And you feel man is good? You're dead serious. Dead serious, but. That led to me doing something that's in the record books, like winning the MVP, like being locked in them three years. Doing, you know what I mean? Like, so I, I, I can never take that back. You were the youngest to win the MVP. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. What's that feeling, man? No, you're breaking records. Um. <laughs> 
I mean, it's a good feeling, but at the same time, uh, I mean, that's what killed me with people when they like, after I had my injuries and shit, people like, man, like he look like he lost his confidence. He don't play the same, this and that. I'm like, kind of lost my confidence. Like I'm piecing it together to get to year 15. I'm on year 15 right now. Right. I gotta piece this shit together. I have the ACL after that meniscus, meniscus. I have four or five knee surgeries, eye surgery, elbow surgery, foot surgery, ankle, ankle, uh, ankle surgery. I'm piecing this shit together. Y'all talking about confidence. Mm. I'm not trying to wear myself out, trying to please y'all just off the strength of the like, just for y'all, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, enjoyment, like, nah. Did, did you feel like you was doing that before? Nah, I wasn't. I was pacing myself through it. And I kept saying, man, once I put this all together, art in my line, once I put this shit all together, my, I'm gonna love my game. And I'm at a place now where I love my game. But it was killing me that they were saying, like, confidence. I'm like, what you mean? I called my MVP. I called that. Mm. Mm. 22, I called that, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, you feel me, Art? I call that, bro. What the fuck is you talking about confidence, bro? <laughs> Even though I don't bust a brag about it, seriously, bro. Like, I, I called that shit and I got it. Like, so y'all got me misconstrued with that. This the confidence never left. I always felt like a king. I never felt like a slave. Wow. I never did. Used to pray about it, bro. Mm. Please, God, tell I got too much confidence. Who praying that? <laughs> Who praying that, bro? Wow. Dead serious, bro. As a kid, that's why I treat everybody with respect. I got like I, I got too much, bro. Like like I get some something's wrong. I used to think something was wrong with me, bro. Wow. Like like it was a sin or something. To be that confident. To be that confident, bro. And never express it in that way. Like be bolsterous about it. You know what I'm saying? Never. But holding that shit in and only being able to express it on the court, like, wow. like it, it do something to it. And, and you was trying to live right at the time. Like as a kid, I'm, I ain't doing shit crazy, sinister, no sinister shit, nothing like that. I'm trying to figure shit out. So, like, to hold all that in, like, you make you feel like you're doing something wrong. You're a victim of your own success in a lot of I mean, you're a victim of your own mentality. You're not saying it, you're just doing it. In a world of people that are saying it and barely doing it, yeah, tattoos, jewelry, big, lot of chest beating. What you expect from is what we come to expect from alpha level athletes. And here you are, killing everything, moving, and then dunk, win the game, and then walk off with a straight face while you, all your teammates is going nuts. You, Tim Duncan face, nothing. Yeah, that's what happens. People are going to people are going to put on you what they think they would be doing if they had that. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So of course it turns into his confidence might not be up because look at him. Look at he don't look he doesn't look proud of that. Uh, he doesn't look proud of that. He's not bragging about it. Yeah, that was the yeah. only thing that I was going through that was like killing me about people like going through all them injuries, it's like, man, look like he lost his confidence. Like, nah, it wasn't, it wasn't never that. If anything, I was more, like, protective of, like, my family. Like, when you're going through shit, you got people in, like, just in the streets saying crazy shit. Like, I told my, I act totally different than the people I hang around. <clears throat> they hotheads. So they want to fight, this and that. I'm calming them down. But they come back to me, and they seeing my vibration, feeling my vibration, like, nah. 
Like, don't be on nah, we ain't on that. Right. Like, we, we gonna make them pay for that. Right. And that's being here 15 years after that. You know what I'm saying? Where it's like you, and this, <clears throat> this is why I tell my, <clears throat> my son, bro, like, this shit is a hustle. Like, I never, I'm never, I, I never define myself by my hustle just off the strength of people can uh, try to attach you to that and, and attack that. Right. They don't know who Pooh is. But you know who D Rose is a character, my nigga. Right. You get what I'm saying? Like you attacking something I put thirty, forty thousand dollars um, hours in. Right. Which at the same time, in a crazy way, which is probably motivating you in some way. Mm-hmm. Because you never did in your life with anything that you did. Right. So you talking shit about my hustle, bro. Like, which is a game. This shit I look at basketball, this shit is a game. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I never look at this shit as like it defined me. Like, I'm a, nah, bro. This is, a, this is everything. I got a question. Name one gladiator. Oh, name five gladiators. Can somebody name one or five? Gladiator? Yeah. Russell Crowe. <laughs> <laughs> nah, seriously, though. Russell Crowe. You probably can't. And the reason I say that is because it's all entertainment. A mm-hmm. hundred years from now, they gonna look at us as fucking gladiators. Mm. And nobody ain't gonna care. Mm. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? We still playing in the same arena as the motherfuckers playing. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. you can't you can name one. Wow. Well, how do you, uh, uh, right, bro, you can't name, like, and that's... I think 100 years from now, we... That, I'm just saying, or 200, I'm just saying, yeah. X amount of years from now, yeah, right. it's going to be like, eh. Right. But it, it, do you feel like it's the things that you do off court that's going to really cement your legacy? For sure, and I'm, I feel like that's what I'm doing right now by setting a standard for my family. Like I really set a standard for my family, bro. Like, uh, like Hall of Fame type of standard, bro. Like right now, I'm in the process of building. I'm, I got my own library, bro. That I'm a hand off to my family, bro. I'm the first to get an LLC in my family. Mm-hmm. I'm the first to sign for eight, nine figures. I'm not saying money is anything, but when you're a working man, yeah, yeah. I'm the first to do it. Right. I'm the first to shit have an occupation where I could travel the world. And since I was 18, 19, I'm the first one, yeah, to to I mean the list go on. Yeah. I'm the first to do a lot. But those Hall of Fame numbers to me. And like for like, don't get me wrong, because they probably don't put me in like the Hall of Fame or none of that shit like one day. But it's not gonna kill me or nothing because I executed every way, every step of the way. With expectations on me since sixth sixth grade. Hey, you know you're supposed to. I, I thought one like a couple a couple championship. Hey, you know you got to win that next one. I did. Hey, you know you got to win in college. I went to the championship. Right. Hey, you know you got to win in the league. I got close. I I won an MVP with it though. I got and I've been on some successful teams. Right. But I got pretty close. Hey, you know you got to do. And the, and the next journey is going to be something else. And I know I'm going to smash that. And that's why I'm setting up with nine. You see this right? The shit, Rose Chess. The Rose Club. This is a chess club I'm starting up, bro. Wow. Like, no, I'll, I'll get you one. But this, like, getting kids to, like, critically think, bro. 
Like the only time kids critically think now is when they about to cause harm on the motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Or call it, but seriously, about to cause harm though. You know what I mean? Thinking that they gonna get away with some shit. In reality, you get caught and you using that energy in the wrong way. Right. Think before you pull that trigger. Think before you go mask up and get out that car. Think about your family. The only reason they don't feel like they they don't care is because they feel like they ain't a part of shit. But if you have a family or if you knew history, they go along with it. I say I, I always felt like Nah, keep going. No, nah, for sure. Like if you if you don't know the history to it, you lost. The history make you whole, bro. I used to um I don't know, maybe, maybe I was I was different from people around me, but I wasn't that different. Because I used to sit and think like, what how the hell are we here? Like we it ain't just slavery. We ain't just, what what else what else is there to us? Because it was depressing seeing like friends getting shot and all that stuff, like people dying. It's just not having like a legacy or something great to attach yourself to. Something, and I feel like there's, there's billions of kids out there yeah. feel the same way. They feel like I don't have nothing great to attach myself to. Um, to say that I was part of that or, or um, I got the same blood as, you know what I mean? Like not having that. And just feeling like, you know, you go to school, they say, oh, yeah, yeah, I was butt naked in Africa. And we snatched y'all up, brought y'all over here for 400 years. We said, yeah, yeah, y'all niggas be free. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. There's nothing to take pride in. And you want to belong to something. And it wasn't until so, so I like, started studying religions exactly. and finding a connection with myself and some of the people, the figures that I've heard about forever, but now knowing, thinking in my mind, oh, they're black. They're like me. Yeah. What? King David might have looked like me or such and such or something. You know what I mean? I feel you. That gave me a sense of pride that made me hold my head high and make better decisions. Because I felt like Nah, there's greatness in me. Mm. I, can, I can be something great because I know I come from it. But a lot of these kids, they're just looking for something to belong to. They don't even have, like, proper families. You know what I mean? Because he's going fuck shit, da da da, da ain't that close to see him in the street walk by. Like, they just looking for something to connect to that has some sort of, sort of uh, notoriety. I feel you. It's important to take our history prior to slavery. You know, that's another thing, too. That's where a lot yeah. of connections are. Yes, yeah, sir. Great, great, you know. Yeah. You could be running around in these streets and not know, yeah, you, yeah. you come from Mansa Musa. You, you know what I'm saying? Not knowing. The, the greatness within yourself. Uh, uh, well, speaking of that, I would like to ask a couple questions. Um, on your chest. It's big time. On your chest. Yes. Is that a black Israelite? What are you talking about? Um, on this Massa, Massa Musa. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's Massa, yeah that's Massa Musa. Yes, sir. Yeah, clearly. Um, and then I notice on the other side you have your family. Yes. Who's the Grim Reaper? Explain. You have the Grim Reaper on your arm. Oh, oh no, no, um, no, no, no. Be the Grim Reaper. No, it ain't that. Um, so yeah. Yeah. So I love magic. 
So um, my favorite magician was like who like Houdini. My name Pooh. I put um, I conflated Pooh and Dini and put Pooh Dini. So it was some kids. I was in high school when I got the tat. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right, like right. some shit like that. Right. And I ended up doing some shit like that. But that's what I mean. Being a part of like what you were just talking about. Being a part of the Matrix. Right. I didn't shake out of that shit until after I got hurt. So a lot of people may look at my story and be like, man, he's the biggest what if, blah, blah, blah. You right. What if I didn't get injured? What? I would not have found myself. Mm. I still would have been a part of the fucking circus, bro. Mm. What is the circus? I mean, going along with the act. Break, break it down, because okay. You got into the NBA. All right, what's the, I'm just telling you, right. the circus. Only looking up shit that's on Instagram that they feed to you. Mm. That's the circus. Mm. Where it's like, oh, Black history, you learn something about black history and it's like, oh, I'm about to look this up now. That's the matrix. Instead of you going and looking up like, all right, if I'm into cameras, I want to know who made Sony and I want to know who, who, after he, how did he make his money and who was his family and what school did he go to right. and what was his interest in making camera? What triggered him to make that camera? Right. Instead of you seeing it online, like, oh, a black man made a camera or some made a camera, this and that. I want to know the interest. And I didn't understand that until after I got hurt. Like, uh, the hat I got on, like, my nigga. Yeah, for sure, but. This is my Liberty Bell, bro. Mm. This is my, I, I'm, I'm free, bro. Like I'm trying to break get as much liberation as possible. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I wear the hat. Motherfuckers wanna know why I wear the hat. I wear the hat because I'm trying to break free. I'm trying to get free. I'm trying to get as much knowledge as possible. I'm I'm tired with I'm I'm done with information and education. Because it could be weaponized. Information, education, how can it be weaponized? They told you Christopher Columbus discovered America. That's weaponized because he ain't lay foot on the fucking on the on the on on the ground right. here. He just went around it. Right. You know what I'm saying? They started us off in Jamestown. There was people here way before Jamestown. It was people here way before the Indians. It was people, you know what I'm saying? Like, come on, bro. Like, and we wasn't living in teepee. It was a lot of people that weren't living in teepees. Right. Right. You know what I'm saying? You know, here, New York. It was called New Amsterdam before New York. Yeah, you get what I'm saying? 1624. 1624. Facts. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what I want to know. And that's the journey that I've been on. Like, yeah, you may think I'm this drab ass individual, but it's a, it's like a concept. It's all a facade. I just want you to think wherever. Yeah, I think I'm a hooper. All right, cool. Right. But, but I mean, there's nothing wrong with being. Yeah, I mean, I totally get that. But at the same time, I see how they just use that as the only thing to like certain um, like avenues to get you out the hood. Right. Like I went to a vocational school. I learned how to weld. I seen my guys was in machine shop. I seen my other guys in mechanics. I seen. I'm looking at it. I didn't know there was a vocational school when I went there. Like I said, being in the unknown. Right. 
like I learned how to weld. I'm like, man, at the time I'm bullshitting, but I wish I would have kept those those skills. But it's like, all right, how can I package this shit together so that I could like enlighten somebody else or like figure out a way that um, it don't have to take a motherfucker to go through something drastic to like wake up. Mm. Like it took, I told it blew out my knee. Like I woke up like, oh shit. <laughs> like bro, like I, my nigga, I'm, they attacking me and my family. Like I said, thinking I'm a drab individual. Yeah, I ain't uh, elaborating on none of the questions that y'all asked me. I come from, I'm from Chicago. It's kind of south. I'm talking, it's on some Mike Tyson type shit. So it's like only short spurts of like what I'm saying. So if you look at it, you're like, oh, this kid ain't learning shit. He retarded or something. Mm. It's like, nah, I, don't, I ain't calm. I was thrust into this shit. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, what you expect? Like, I, I was only in college for six months. Well, they expected you to be groomed for this like everybody else was. I, I, let me tell you the story. Mm. Hambrick, the dude I was talking about, in high school, he didn't allow us to talk to newspapers. So don't you know how kids now get like taught how media yeah. training? Yeah. I didn't go through that shit until I was thrusting the league, huh? It goes 20 microphone. Hey, what do you think about this? What do you think about that? It's like, whoa, the fuck is going on? Right. So I'm scared. I'm nervous. They seeing I'm timid. I'm in a racist ass place like Chicago. It's very segregated. Motherfuckers ain't saying that. But I'm feeling the tension. These white men thinking that they, that, that they got one. Um, you know what I'm saying? I'm scared. It's like, and they see me. You know what I'm saying? Until I got hurt, that's when I realized, like, not only that, but um, going through my rape case, like, uh, like I've been through the rape case. I'm in the office with him, um, and uh, what, what, what? Rewind a little bit because it. Um, what were the the exact details of that. The rape, what, um, so I'm, I'm getting what you call the shit, the deposition, all that shit. I'm in there with an ego. They, they talking to me. I'm nervous as shit. I fumble on some consent shit. I right, got a story with that now. Mm-hmm. All right, bet that's what you think. But when you hear the story, it's going to be something totally different. That's what I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. You hear the shit's going to be totally different. My agent like, hey, like, it's options to this shit. You either fight this shit or motherfuckers like try to settle and all. I ain't know. I'm like, no, nah, I ain't selling. I'll fight it. Right. Thinking like later on down the line. All right, but the shit come out like, hey, you got to go to New York. I mean, you got to go to Cali for two days to handle like the you know, trial or whatever. The shit lasts for seven days while I'm out there. Seven days. We studying. I'm like, what the fuck we got to study for? Like, I ain't do shit wrong. Everybody's stories got to be the same. You know what I'm saying? The whole process of right. like getting everybody on the same page. Just, just taking no chances. All right, cool. I go through that. But while I'm in the room, I say the, the rape case thing is because while I'm in there, they talking over my head. My, my fucking attorneys are like, I had two attorneys. It's me and my three of my guys that have a conversation with us. They turn to their attorney another attorney and talking a whole nother terminology that turned back to us. Nothing crazy where it's like um, 
where it's like embarrassing us and no shit like that. But the fact that he had to have another conversation with him rubbed me wrong. So I'm like, never, about never again I'm, I'll be in a motherfucking office where a man have to like talk over my head like that. You feel me? I said never again. Come on, bro. Never again. What happened in that situation? The shit we slammed dunking every day in court. I think I know it was a point system. Like when you're in court, it's kind of like points every day. You don't want to fumble over your words. You don't want to get caught in the law, all that shit. Got, that shit got um, wiped on the road. Like nothing. Like she tried to, if anything, she owed me after, she owed me 20, 30,000 after the court case. Lawyer fees? Lawyer fees. Do you recall what happened? With, uh, with her? Nah, nah, I don't know what happened. What you talking about with? Female. Oh, you, the story? What you yeah, want to? The story. No, it was some simple shit where it's like she said that we raped her on some um, sneaking into her apartment and like running the train on her with her like not knowing blah 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 and she said she was drug drug yeah drug and the shit was so far from the truth like you let us in the apartment we went in one at a time and it was so far from like a fucking train Man. You know what I'm saying? Man. But she went, told the story, lied about it, and by the end of it, she owed like us some bread from from it. Did you collect? No, nah, I, I mean, wasn't no point. I mean, I would have framed it. I would have framed it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, at that time, one for, I, one for us. Just one for us. Nah, <laughs> around that time, I left there. I, I couldn't have like. I couldn't think about it like that. Like I said, keep it moving. Around that time, I'm thinking about like quitting the game. Like I come back here, like I get tired of hooping. Like, uh, just to, like I said, just being a part of the circus, bro. Like uh, dealing with anxiety every night. Like all that shit, you know what I'm saying? And like, I didn't ask for fame at all. If I could be a dentist and nobody know my name and I could still live the way that I live, I would be fine with that, bro. But what do you think of the biggest, uh, what's, the, what's the downside to being famous? For me, it's just being out. I had to get used to like people showing love. Like I want to be in the cut. If you ever saw him in the cut, I don't get, if I get balls to the tape, no no motherfucking lights, no 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 uh, sparkles, none of that. My guys know it, none of that. Like we don't like, they, and I love them for that because they they loyal to me. They move how I move, and they, none of that. So that's the downfall to it. Where it's like I don't want none of it. Like even this, it's uncomfortable even talking about this. You know what I'm saying? But to I have to get comfortable being uncomfortable. Yeah. And I have to put myself in uncomfortable situations if I want to achieve what I want to achieve for my family. You want to rise, you want to grow. Yeah, exactly. So, comfortable spaces where you grow. So that's what I'm trying to, I mean, that's what I'm doing right now. But like I said, people fuck with me. They can relate, or that just the vibration they can relate off of. Like, man, it's something about dude. But I never said how I grew up. I never told these stories because if you say this on ESPN, you want, especially now, if I say this shit now, you're not going to see it because they don't fuck with me like that. So you just going to see, no, you ain't going to see it in my line of art. <laughs> yeah, you're not going to see it. So that's why I wanted to come in because it's like y'all platform, like you let people speak and 
Uh, yeah, it was just a feel. It's a vibration. I told you something told me to come. Do you still wear the wristband? Yeah, you talking about the the guy? Um, yeah, I used to wear it. I, I still wear. What did the wristband actually say? Uh, it was a wristband I used to wear from a dude from Atlanta, and um, damn, I, I can't. What used to what used to say? Um, art, the one Lane used to have. Like uh, I forgot the, I forgot exactly what was on it, but uh, the wristband says I played for Jesus. So. And there was it? Yeah. Uh, hmm. I thought it was something totally different. He made that up. I did not make that up. <laughs> no, it was something similar. No, the facts. Facts, facts. Facts. No, and there was something else on the other side. That's far No, it was something else on the other side. What was on the other side? Like something like this is your road to heaven. Yeah, come on. Yeah. Right, you know. And I mentioned that because I heard them asking earlier, like, yeah. what was your motivation? And um, I didn't hear you say that. So I was like, you know, like, I know he's the rich man says I pray for Jesus. Yeah. I mean, my whole perspective on, like, the reason or my drive of, like, playing, the way, or playing this game, it, it changed. I told you, I it used to be this where um, I always walk in gratitude. Right. You know what I'm saying? I'm always grateful and, and thankful of, like, every day breathing, getting up, taking care of my family, where they, they taking care of, like, pray, all that. I, but... When the shit become a business, it I had to shift like my my love to like my kids. Where it was like my I had my son at the right time, my oldest, I had him right when I was going through everything. Mm -hmm. So right when I had him, um, I'm like, all right, I'm solely solely doing it for like PJ. I'm only doing it for him. And it, that came from like his grandfather. One day, tell him, and this comes from like his mom's side. <laughs> he say, "Young know, phone." One day, Reese, he say, "Bro, uh, I, I know you're gonna do what you want to do, but hey, PJ Love going to them games." And it hit me like, "Damn, I ain't thinking about my man's mm -hmm. like him having that experience of being on the court before the games." How did Steph Curry become Steph Curry? Mm -hmm. He was shooting on that rim ever since he was fucking six and seven years old. Oh, That's why he got a push shot. Because mm -hmm. he was pushing, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. His first real court was an NBA floor. So giving his son the opportunity, a chance to become whatever the fuck he wanted to become. Right. If you want this opportunity, it's here. And I felt like I, I was taking that away from him. Mm -hmm. Like, damn, I'm taking away his opportunity if he want to do it. And it made me, like, um, go back. It made me go back. So I, I, I leave New York. I go back home. I talk to my mom and them. And at the time, I can't take it. My my, my mom and them over there, my, my guys over there, my financial advisor over there, everybody like, man, what's going on? Blah, blah, blah. What's going on? Like, shit, it's crazy. Like, like you can't, you, like, they basically telling me I can't quit. I'm telling them like, yes, I am. Like, I'm quitting, bro. Like, I'm, like, I can't deal with this shit no more. I'm totally different. Like, I ain't y'all. I, I, like, I handle shit different. Like, it's like I can't take it. I remember my mom telling me, "Baby, you can do it." 
after she was cursing me out. Them simple words, <laughs> right. baby, you could do it. And I like mustered up, mustered up enough strength to like go back. I go back, I hope, still not happy. Still just doing it for him. And uh, I leave here, I leave here. What we go out there, I go out I just fucking go to Cleveland. So I'm in Cleveland, everything going good. That's when I met Art, my man Art. Art, by the way, was, can I tell you a story a little bit? So my best friend Randall, I was telling you about his little brother Lang, R.I.P. Lang, they were best friends. And uh, Art at the time was helping everybody in Chicago from the Hoobers to J. Cole to, if you needed a gym, Art in there, he's sleeping in the gym, helping people in here in college. So I bump into him and I'm like, bruh, come live with me. He like, all right, fuck it, I'm moving down there with you. I have to talk to his mom. You know what I'm saying? I'm taking a Jewish kid to come live with me. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, I talked to her, make sure everything was cool. Right. She okayed it. He go down to Cleveland with me. Everything started off good. I fucking get hurt again. My ankle. Uh, I, at this time, my, my shit like really fucked up. And I'm like, man, like I'm done. Like I'm really done. And... I knew I couldn't go back and tell my mom them because last time they just was like just on my ass about it's going back. Going back. So I'm with my queen at the time. And like at that time, she she the woman I was down with now, she changing my whole shit. Like when I met her, she I, I had low hair. I met her, some told me, grow your locks. Grew my locks. Like I, holding my energy. Whole shit, like you just. Nah, nah. You know, she be changing people. No, look, misunderstood. Got a hat on right no, I'm just saying. That's, that's, that's like her signature. But she misunderstood. You look at her, you just thinking like, all right, she like she looked like a little white girl. People don't know she mixed and shit, and she's from the hood. You would just think like she went to, you know what I mean? But it is what it is. I meet her, shit started to change. She like slowed me down. Like I just went through through, through the uh, rape case. She there. She didn't like shy away from and run away with it because run away from it because I told her like honestly what was going on. Like bro, we ain't rape her. Mm-hmm. All right, I believe we get through that. We go to Cleveland and um, Art move in with us. I have my baby girl and. Uh, I tell her, like, we are, one of the reasons why, like, I love her is because we disagree about a lot of things. She's just not going to tell me yes. You know what I mean? We disagree about almost everything, bro. And um, when I told her, like, I, one day I packed, we packed up all our shit. Art is in the house with us, bro. We packing up all our shit. He don't know what's going on. We just get our bags. I'm like, I know before we got our bags, I'm like, man, I'm done with this shit. I'm finna go to Mexico. You gonna come with me? This is Cleveland. This is Cleveland. Right. I'm finna just run away. I'm finna go to Mexico. You gonna come with me? She, no disagreeing. She saw my pain. Fuck it, I'm a ride. 
right then I knew I'm, I, like, I'm gonna marry you. You know what I'm saying? Like it was one of them moments. Like damn, no, like you see, you feel what I'm going through. Right. All right, bet get your shit. All right, see us leaving out the door. He like, what's going on? Like, like what's going on? I'm like, all right, we'll call you when we get there. He like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. like he's fucking panicking because my friends and them gonna call him. Like, hey, what poo at? Uh, like, all right, we coming down there because my guys and them like, hey, the season, the season's still going on. Hey, what? He like, what the fuck? I'm like, all right, we'll hit you when we get there. We go to um, New Mexico. We get there, and um, I'm done. In my mind, I'm done. I'm getting all my shit together, this and that. And uh, New Mexico? I don't know. I don't know. It was just like the, the resort we was on was pretty nice. And I don't know. It was just a short flight. Right. No, it wasn't short. We ended up flying. <laughs> we took regular flights, bro. You took regular? Regular flights, one again. Nobody called us. Like, we were, like, peeped that, like, we was on, like, just leaving when the season was going on. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, and my agency, like, they, like, they didn't know, like, if we would have got a private, I would have to go through them to, like, order the yeah, private, this and that. So, got regular flights, and I'm flying from, like, flights. connected flights. Jeez. Went through hell. <laughs> the guy went from San Fran to um, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Look, at the time, I'm I'm going through it. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, it's whatever. So we end up going from like San Fran. We end up leaving, going to um, Mexico or whatever. We down there. My financial advisor, everybody like blowing me up. My mom, everybody trying to figure shit out. Art, they cursing art out because they like, motherfucker, you lied. Like, you know where they at? He like, I don't know where they at. They just told me that they was leaving. Wow. Get the. Did they torture you out? No, no. Why did you bring art? I just wanted to know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It was just like some Bonnie and Clyde type shit, bro. Like where? Art. Right, yeah, sometimes you need those. Moments. Nah, nah, bro. All right, come live with me. All right, cool. Yo, I'm out. I'm you when I get there. Wait, wait. He still had a crib to himself. I was good. I was eight. Nah, I know you good. But... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We so get there, and um, the general manager called me and was like, "Hey." I know you might be done, but just come back and like we'll like take care of like we'll like try to figure shit out. <clears throat> so I, I end up hearing them out. I go back. I'm having to talk to a therapist. Like I said, they think you this neurotic ass like character now. But it's like, oh, he's Fontaine. We don't know what the fuck to think of him now. Like right. because he may leave this and that. Right. You just pulled the Dave Chappelle. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so. Uh, I go through the process of that. I wake up one day, I look at the ticket, it traded to Utah. Like, what? Traded to Utah? Nah, tell my agent, they already got people that, like, I don't wanna, I don't, like, wave me, I don't wanna be there. They wave me. Now, I don't got a job. Now, me and Art is at Cleveland State working out every day like trying to get back like to the league. Yeah. We get a call from Tibbs. He's in Minnesota. He say, um, by the end of the year, I may have a spot for you, but it may not be at the position that you at. You'll be playing a three. I'm like, fuck it. If I can squeeze in any way I can, I'll still, like, I'll do it. I end up going to um, Minnesota. You want to go back? Yeah, I was talking about yeah, that. You, you Two seconds ago, you were done. Yeah, you were yeah. done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. New Mexico, Bonnie, Clyde. Now you're working out. Yeah. 
Let me tell you, I, uh, because it's a, it's a, all right. I end up Judy, right? Yeah. So it's a lady named Judy Seto that Kobe used to work with. She says, uh, come out here to LA and I'll work on your ankle for you. And she, 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 um, no, just, she works at a clinic, just your typical ass, like, yeah, come and let me work on your ankle and like you, you help you figure it out. I go, we go out there for like a week or a couple of weeks or what? A week. A week. And while we, while she's working on my ankle, she's telling me about my fascia. You ever heard of fascia? Like, yeah, exactly. Um, not not um, your foot. I'm talking about just your skin. Like, uh, fascia. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It holds your skin together. Like your skin don't hold your 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 muscles and all that shit together. You have a thin layer of skin that holds it together. Right. Come to find out, the shit in my ankle was all wound up. So she released that and I was able to like work out again. But at the same time, she's like my therapist. I'm asking the questions. She helping me out with shit. And she's telling me about my body even more. Hey, this is how like you should take care of your body, this and that. And like it put everything together for me where it was like, all right, I think I'm able to go back, Miss Judy. I call her Miss Judy. I think I'm ready to go back. I end up going back and Tibbs end up calling. All right, bet. I go to Minnesota after that. Once I find out that I can't play because I thought I couldn't play at all. Right. I can't play now. I can get on the court and move around. Right. Um, me and, I mean, we in Minnesota. I changed my shot, everything. Um, me, and shot, me and Art shot so much in Cleveland that like I had to get surgery later on that year because I changed my shit. But while I'm in Minnesota, um, prior to that, I'm in Minnesota, I get there at the three. I'm just find, trying to find a spot in. I'm going through it because I'm going, I'm spending my savings. Like I had to go and touch my savings. Mm -hmm. And that hit me, bro, because I'm like, like, damn. Like, because I still wanted to live the way that I live. Right. Like, without my kids having, like, to affect my kids. You know what I mean? Your right. kids used to certain hotels. When you make a certain amount of money, you know what I'm saying? They used to certain shit. Right. I had to go touch my savings, and it hit me like, all right. What would you say was the max that you had in your bank account to where you had to touch your savings? I mean, I don't want to say that, yeah. but I mean, I had... I, like, I wasn't fucked up. Let me just say that I wasn't fucked up. I'm way, way, like, I'm good. Even then, I was good. Right. But the fact that, like, um, I still had art. I had him in my apartment. I had to, you know, I'm still buying shit. You know what I'm saying? You got I got over here. Yeah, I got over here. Right. So, and I'm not trying to adjust. So I'm like, fuck it. I got to work my way back to get, like, a contract, like, another contract. Right. And by the way, I... Ever since I was 22, I always made more money off the court than on the court. Wow. Mm. Ever since I was 22. And that's no knock to like the Hoopers that's making 60, 100 mil right now. Right. My mindset was like, bro, I like hustling. Like, hey, I make more than on. I make more off and on. Where do you making money? What were you making money off of? Uh, Adidas, like I signed a lifetime deal with Adidas. I had uh, different contracts with um, cards. I had contracts with, at the time, um, my parents is in China. 
like like my all my Chinese fans, Nima How, you know what I'm saying? Like but Wheaties box. Yeah, like all you know what I'm saying? Like I I, yeah, I still Every, like appearances You know what I'm saying Like different appearances And shit Like you still make money Right I always made more, more money Off than on So uh, Did that stuff add to the circus With Those Appearances All that Was that added pressure to Nah do? Nah because BJ was helping me At the time BJ was like Telling me He was around MJ When MJ Went to the Olympics And he made the market In China Where now Kids now I mean they stopped it Since COVID But you take a trip to China and you do appearances and you know, just when you're going over there, you get seen by a lot more people. And MJ was the guinea pig to do that. He was getting fined, wearing the shoe, all that type of shit when he was in the Olympics. Um, wearing it and everybody went crazy. And they won, they was winning all type of crazy shit. So BJ at the time was helping me like, hey, this is what we gotta do. You gotta go over there, you gotta do this. Crushing it. it was killing me at the time because you're doing all the footwork shit. You going to the parents, you do, you have the meetings for eight, six to eight hours straight. Where it's like people coming in, you talking to them, you got a translator. I, I went through all that, but it helped me like in a way where like I'm able to get compensated. You know what I'm saying in, in a different way. So I'm going through this. I'm in Minnesota. I don't want to change my lifestyle or what, like, yeah, living comfortably. And I'm like, man, I gotta get another contract. Tibbs told me, like, I right, you play well, this and that, like, we'll figure some shit out. I end up uh, playing well. I played decent. And, um, nah, he's playing good. Yeah, I was playing, I played decent, bro, but I mean, decent in Chicago, I mean, good, you know what I'm saying? Well, we gotta play low key with it. Yeah. Played decent and, uh, they end up like offering me. Did they offer me the? Where? Many? Yeah, not the second year. Uh, the second year, but they win, win, take it, right? So the second, I, I played decent. The second year, they was about to offer me, but by that time, I, I wanted out because um, I wanted to like, like bet on myself. Did and they offer you that summer? I, that's because they were saying they was saving money for like a, another player. Yeah. Uh, I end up going to Detroit after that, and like I'm at minimum. That's when I was at minimum, right? Nah, you minimum. Uh, I mean, I asked him because all this shit is like inflated like, in my mind, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, together. like all together, bro. Like the dates, all that shit. So, long story short, I went from being max to me uh, uh, minimum to actually like getting like a, a decent contract and by the, at that time nobody did that so don't you know how you go into the market you negotiate and you got like an example of someone that that prior like that previously did that mm -hmm. nobody was there so he broke that mold exactly and the shit ended up working out I'm still okay. trying to figure out where the motivation came from. That's the only thing to bring it back. Yeah. I think people just needed a break. No, no. He was, okay, I'm going to talk about you like you're not here. He was gone. He was about to retire. Injury. He in Mexico. And now all of a sudden, somewhere between point A and point B, he now wants to play no, I didn't say that he can play. I don't think they're getting an accurate description of pain that's why I'm not I'm just taking I'm taking the overall I'm trying to figure out how hard was it when you found out Chicago was trading tough tough 
uh, I thought I'd always be there like my entire career, kind of, you know what I'm saying? Like I, I gave it like my all, played hella team, like played great. And that's what I mean, like, uh, that's when I felt Chicago in like a, a different way, not in a different way, but it was similar to like, you. I mean, let me tell you, like we playing in games, it went from them cheering for me to them like, uh, I'll shoot the shot, pass the fucking ball. Wow. It's the fans. Yeah. Like, whoa, it's some quiet, it's subtle, real subtle, but I can hear that shit. Right. Like, whoa, that's the that's the first time I heard that, bro. Like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. Like, shit changing. Yeah. I still didn't think I'd be traded, though. Still playing. The media got into it where they flipping shit, make it, making it seem like it's something that it, it wasn't, where it's like, all right, he looked like he don't want to be here. He looked like he's going through it. They should they should trade him. Once you start seeing that shit, hearing that shit, it's kind of like true, it's like what's going on. Yeah. You, you think that's a, that's the organization's kind of like prepping people for what, they, what they're going to do? Let me tell you. So me and my brothers, we go have a, a meeting with the front office. And um, my brother not saying and I'm just telling the office, the, the two people at the time in the office, just talking to him. Like, I felt like that was my time to show my brother, like, hey, like, I'm here now. Sit back. I got this. Mm -hmm. I'm a little bro grown up now. Right. Hey, y'all doing, I see this, I see this, I see, not in a crazy way. Yeah. Tone one crazy or nothing, but I see what's going on. You can't, can't treat me like I'm a kid no more, bro. I see what's like to me. I could tell. Right. Right after that, a couple months go by, I'm traded, so they couldn't take me like being honest with them in a way. Mm. And it's my first time saying this, and I ain't trying to shit on the organization or anything like that. But they tell they side to it, but it's like you never hear like the other side, and, and which is my side. It was to the point where one of the media people, bro. I'm in Minnesota. Art um, hit me with an article one day. It's like towards the, the end when I'm about to leave. One of the guys that's on me every day. I come in there. He got flip-flops on. He's just staring. Like, he asked me crazy questions. I could feel the vibe. I'm not looking at him. But he asked me crazy shit. Every, it's to the point where the other media people laughing at him because they know it's about, some, about to be some crazy shit that's coming out of his mouth. Right. I'm acting like I don't hear him, though. I'm What's the crazy shit? Yeah, what's the crazy shit? Bro, at the time, it's, uh, they, they were trying to pit, um, pit me and another teammate against each other. Hey, do you think that he's supposed to be taking a shot? Do you yeah. think that? No, I'm in, I'm in Chicago at the time. Oh, it's Chicago. I mean, uh, he's talking about, yeah, Chicago at the time. Right. So do you think he's supposed to be taking a shot? Do you think this is supposed to happen, this and that? I'm like, all right, but I see what you want. This same dude, it was he had to apologize wrote an article before he left the, the, the newspaper um, 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 in Chicago and like retired, he had to write that shit out in an article so that he could get it off his conscience, bro. Hmm. You get what I'm saying? Well, you blatantly attack, bro, uh, my family, he was attacking my family, attack, calling me dumb. 
like saying personal shit, bro, which uh, 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 journalists don't supposed to be doing in basketball. Yeah, right. You get what I'm saying? Wes, like this is blatant. He's attacking me, bro. And nobody's not saying that. And I'm not saying them at the time because if I say something, all oh, like angry, it, black, angry black, man. I'm in Chicago. Is I've told you it's different. Than, wow. Like it's real subtle. So was that trade the start of the circus? Of, of, of what? Was that when you started looking around like, yo, wait a minute, I'm in the circus? Kind of. Kind of. Not all the way, because at the time, I'm I'm figuring shit out. I got injured years prior. I'm trying to get my, my wrap my head around. Like, all right, I'm thinking about my game, how I'm tr trying to piece my game together. They're not allowing me to piece my game together. I'm still... I'm averaging 16, 17. They still want me to average 35, 30, I mean, 30, all type of shit. It's like, bro, let me groom, let me put piece my game. I just had the ACL. Let me piece my game. It take two years, first of all, to even come back from that to feel fully right. right. It don't help that Adrian Peterson the next year after I told my shit won the MVP. So they comparing minds to like his. I'm like, bro, that's two different sports, bro. Like, what the, you get what I'm saying? Like, that's adding on to the fire. So I'm seeing that and I'm like, bro, like, all right, I, I didn't feel that it was coming, but I'm like, all right, something's gonna happen. And no, I didn't think that. I'm thinking like, all right, they gonna keep giving me a chance. And it didn't work that way. They ended up getting me out without even like letting me know. Were you Armstrong able to give you some of uh, Michael Jordan's workouts, being that he might have known some of them? Nah. Were rehabbing? Okay. Nah. Uh, yeah. Nah, B, he kind of just let me do my thing because he always knew that, like, I, I knew what I was doing. Mm -hmm. Like, he never wanted to, like, step in my way. He'll give me advice, but he knew I was headstrong, so he'll be like, all right. I'm gonna tell you this, but I know you're gonna do what the fuck you wanna do, but I gotta at least gotta let you know what's going on. Right. But the hardest shit that, like, going through that was, like, having, like, these plans of, like, um, you know, you're a kid, you like, man, getting injured, you like, I, I want, like, killing my ego. And what I mean by that, even though I wasn't, like, like boasting or bragging about it, it's like, I, I had a goal that I wanted to hit numbers wise that once I didn't, once I got injured, I knew that shit was wiped off. Right. So what I mean by that, my first contract, like it's a crazy amount, close to a hundred. So in my mind, I'm like, damn, I wanna be able to like, my next contract gonna be something stupid. You know what I'm saying? Right. For that to just go away. Yeah. And you looking at your peers get paid. You get what I'm saying? Right. And it's like, damn, I never touch that shit again. So that's why I mean killing your ego. Like I, I gotta reset over. I gotta reset everything. I gotta put myself like at the bottom and like grind my way to like get to where I really want. And think, I'm sorry. No, you. Do you think you came back too soon? No, nah, I came back. That's why I'm here right now. I came back at the right time. Normally, prior to me, and that's what that was like a big fuss. Prior to me, like. Coming back, people was coming back within five or six months. Mm. And off an ACL. I'm sorry to cut you. No, you good, you good. Yeah. No, you good. You said game? Yeah, prior to me, people was coming back five or six months. I ain't want to talk about ACL? ACL. Am I lying? 
after that, I took a year off because they steady asking me. That's what I mean with the media. Are you coming back? Are you coming back? We see you working out. When are you coming back? Putting this pressure on the fan base. Yeah, when is there coming back? You know what I'm saying? We seeing you work out. So when I did come back, it's already like, man, all right, you ain't giving us what you used to give us. All right, get the fuck out of here then. He's not himself. Anymore. Yeah, he's not himself. Like, can't bro, do can't do it. It's like, we're, we're done with you. So was there any team, was there any players that was that helped you through that process? I mean, I had a few people. I had a few people that tried to help, but I had I felt like I had to get through that shit by myself, and that's why I said I had to figure out like who I was, like leaving them, like shaking up out of the matrix. Like, all right, like who am I? Like this whole time, people been calling me D Rose. Like that shit, BJ said that shit was a character. I was kind of falling for that a little bit. Like, I was really believing that. Mm. Like, now, who is Pooh? Like, what you going to stand for? Like, what standards are you going to set for your family still after you achieve what you want to achieve on the court? Do you know that basketball ain't everything? Like, ask myself all these questions, bro, that led me to knowledge. Because I was getting information from everyone, information coming in left and right. But no knowledge. Of self, I self law and master. I'm not saying that Islam. That's just a saying. That's right. just something to stand on. You get what I'm saying? Right. Like mastering myself. A lot of people talking to myself, figuring out what's what. Like it was just hard to do at the time. This journey started when you got in. When I got injured, because you were able to slow down and stop. Slow, exactly. Right. Exactly. You had to find something within yourself to not feel defeated by that. For sure. Right. This is a little fucked up. One of the popular perceptions is that Tibbs plays you too many minutes and fucks you. Yeah. Is that accurate? I don't think so. He really leans on his starters a lot. He do, but at the same time, he get a lot of them paid. If a lot of them didn't play them minutes, they wouldn't have got the contracts. They asked Jimmy that. Ask the Wilder. Ask Joaquin that. He played there. If they didn't play them minutes, they could. You get what I'm saying? Like, if you're not touching them 37, 38 minutes, you're not getting that contract. Yeah. So they, I understand that. I totally get what you're saying. That that can be a. It's an interesting conversation. Yeah, like you make a bunch of money. Yeah. But your career is shortened because you got these injuries to go through. I feel you, but it's other coaches in the league too. Other guys in the league that play big minutes too, mm-hmm. like Giannis. It's how you take care of your body. Right. You get what I'm saying? It's, you do this, what you know now. What you know now. Yeah. Technology change. Yeah. Guys are able to play. That's how I'm able to play 15. Technology change. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I feel like I still got a, a, a four or five. Like, my, I still feel fresh mm-hmm. because I took the time off, that year off. If I didn't take that year off, bro, I would have been done. Mm-hmm. Done. No way I got to year 10 if I would have came back too soon. You know what I'm saying? So, like, like, yeah, just being fortunate and understanding, like, hey, this is a business, and guys want to play them minutes, too, even though they may bitch and whine about it or people may perceive it that way, like, man, he's playing too many minutes. Guys want to play them minutes, too. But you're part of the reason why people say he's playing too many minutes. They don't want to see what happened to you happen to somebody else. I feel you. I totally get it, but Tiff didn't tell me to hop in the air. 
Nah, he didn't know that at that time. Right. I, like, I, I hear people, I, I totally get it. Like, damn, if he would have took him out, he wouldn't have got injured. At the same time, I jumped in the air and came down wrong. I could have easily pulled that bitch back out or slowed down. Right. You get what I'm saying? That's the shit I think about all all the time. Oh, I used to think about like, damn, like, why? Like, why did I like could have been totally different? Why I slow down, just go past and get? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I fucked up, or it was meant to happen. But right. still trying to. Figure, are you motivated by money now? Nah, nah. A lot of a lot of what we heard was, I don't want to decrease my. I don't want to decrease my lifestyle. I still have overhead. Yeah. You go from not wanting to play at all to realizing yeah. that now I have to touch my savings. I need a new contract. Yeah. So it sounds like, whereas before the motivation was the love of the game, the love of the ball, love of busting somebody else's ass on the court. Yeah. Go through all that stuff. Now it sounds like I need a new contract. Yeah. I mean, you got to understand both sides of it. Where it's like, the, the, no, no, I, I'm just for asking, sure. Like, no, it's it's not there. It's just that like. I want to be able to, like, uh, how can I put this? Use the finances that I get right now to build or do exactly what I want to do with their check. Okay. <laughs> Okay. Like you can't, you can't. I, I still can hoop. Can't get mad if I can hoop. Yeah. If I'm on the floor, I, I still can produce. Mm -hmm. You can't get mad if I still can, if I can produce. Yeah. I should be getting a check for this. Don't get mad because I'm out here and I'm still thriving. And my, like I said, my my kid. Yeah, I do think about it in the way where my kids, like. My shit, coming out here, um, New York, my son go to a school, that shit costs 40, 50,000. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I gotta think, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah, I got, in a way, I, I gotta make sure that, like, I'm put, like I said, giving him opportunity to, and I let him, I give him free will. I let him do, uh, to a certain degree. Where it's like, all right, what school you want to go to? Public school? Or you want to go to this school? I, I take them to both. Mm -hmm. Hey, I'm liking this school. Why you like this school? Dad, I like the campus. Fuck. All right. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, all right, but we got the finances to do that right. because I saved right. So I got to be able to like take care of you. Yeah. Um, and I can't get mad or feel a way about me wanting to take care of my son by like. Giving him the best. Giving him the best education. Yeah. So the motivation now, I'm just gonna walk through it real quick. Yeah. Right here, right here. I'm gonna do the best for my family. In the day we're working it. This is my occupation. And now mentally I've learned to deal with what comes with my occupation. So it's not as taxing as it used to be. Exactly. So now I can deal with it. Now I can get the money because it's my job. Mm -hmm. Now I'm, I'm cool doing my job because I've learned how to process everything that comes with it. Exactly. It, I mean, just like with y'all doing here, what y'all doing here, like it's going to come to a point where somebody may throw some crazy bread at y'all at one point. 
And it's like, damn, we first started off, this shit was just regular loving conversation. Like us, boy, you know what I'm saying? Right. And some money, some money getting involved, and you be like, oh shit. Yeah. Okay, you take the money, right? A certain amount of years, you get used to living a certain way. Mm -hmm. And it's like, oh shit, like then some change, it's like, oh, no, nah, I ain't like it. I don't, I don't like that feeling. I gotta be able to like maintain it. Right. Like because your kids used to certain shit now. Right. I told you I've been I've been having money since I since I was eighteen. Mm -hmm. So I've been living a certain way since I was eighteen and like but like smart. Right. Um like taking like I've been had a will, I've been had a trust since I was eighteen. Right. You know what I'm saying? And life insurance since I was 18. I've been had a 529 plan since I was eight for my kids. Right. Since I was, I mean, for my, now, since I started having kids, but um, 401k, all that, I've been like taking, like managing that ever since I was 18. So it's like, I, and that's through my financial advisor. It's creepy and scary as fuck when you go through it when you're 18. What toy I gotta do what? Hey, you gotta put the, who's the beneficiary? Right. Who you want on there? Right. All right, now this is a trust fund, a private trust fund. This is going to put everything under the umbrella. So you say, what you mean under the umbrella? Just listen, Derek, I got you. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, all right, Toy, I'm hitting her. She, anything come up, she hitting me up. Hey, hey, boy, you, why are you stealing from yourself? I'll go to the bank, right? Now I'm young, I'm 18, I'll go take some money out the bank. Take like 50 or 100,000 out the bank. She'll text me or call me. Hey, why are you stealing from yourself? I'm doing it without her consent, though. Right. Yeah. I'm just going to the bank on some young shit. Hey, give me that. I'm about to go shop. I'm about to do this, do that. Why are you stealing from yourself? I see you. <laughs> Man, you, you ain't stealing from me. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. She putting that shit on my mind. I'm like, ah. Oh. I ain't taking it back, Toy. You gonna have to deal with it. <laughs> we gonna have to live, hey. But she putting that on my mind since I was 18, 19. And yeah, I'm, I'm used to a certain way of living. But at the same time, I, I can't, like, you know how it is. I mean, shit, y'all gonna get to that point. You can't feel bad about it. But you were gonna dead it, though. Yeah. You were in New Mexico. That's what I can't get past. You were going to dead all of that your own words which I'm still bugging yeah. I hear what you're saying yeah. makes total sense yeah. but I'm not over the fact that there was a second where you were gonna walk away from all of the above and just be what was was there a plan in Mexico or what you were gonna do because you were staying at an expensive resort what, I, what exactly drove you to Mexico can I tell them for real or? What? You said we could ask you anything. Right. Yeah. That's what he said here. It's gonna be accent. All right. So I had to um, shift like the paradigm, where it's like I right. instead of y'all taking advantage of me, it's gonna be vice versa. Hmm. Like I said, you can't stop. Now I know how to play. If I get healthy, I'm gonna be on the court. As long as I'm on the court, you gonna have to pay me. So that's where the model came from. Like, fuck it. Like, if I, I just gotta get back on the court. If I get back on the court, I put in enough hours to do what I gotta do. And that comes with that. And in this league, now, you are betting and all that, that comes with a crazy amount of money. I'm not, no, I know I want, I know I won't get that, like, max deal or whatever it is, but I'm gonna get more than enough. And that's where I'm at right now.
yeah. where like Nick went down. Like, for, come on, like I, I, I'm gonna take penny, whatever it is. That penny is gonna over time is gonna add up, and I'm able to like do whatever I gotta do with it. <laughs> so I'm a Nick went down. I just went to Senegal. It was the first, like, I took my high school team along with, like, my one of my guys that's going to be the coach within, like, the next year or two. We was the first people to take a, a, a American team over there and, like, who? You know what I'm saying? Like, changing their, like, the kids' perspective. Right. We get over there, like, uh, they, they, they timid, they nervous at first. I got Joakim them over there. They with me. Joakim had to talk to them that night. Like, hey, I know it's a culture shock to y'all. Everybody, you know what I'm saying, being over there, you away from your family, like you isolated in a way, but he like, it's normal. Once they heard that, bruh, they was cool right after that. But it's bigger than that because when these kids, um, they're in high school, right? Someone was like freshman and sophomore, so they'll be able to go on this trip three or four years before they actually get on the college campus. Right. When you get on the college campus, it's foreign to you. You scared, your responsibilities hit you, you don't know what, you know what I'm saying? Like, you got to get used to it. It shouldn't be nothing if you went to Africa and you you over there, then you go a few times, then you go on the college campus. It's going to be light. Right. It should be light. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Like, creating that, like, things like this is light. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so that's what, like, I told you, like, using the money, the capital that I'm getting now to do things like that, to bridge like, like, do I mean, yeah, doing special shit like that. Yeah, I love this. I love this. I want to take a, a five minute break. I, I like that. This is, it's not the typical, like, you're not going where, where I expected, but you're kind of putting in people's mindset, like, yo, think about the future. Don't just, don't just get caught up in all the shit, like, Really think about your future, because the lights and everything. Yeah, people get they get like a deer. You know what I'm saying? Like sure. stuck, but they don't. You, you never really know how your path is gonna roll out. That's real things that makes makes people like great or or revered or creates legacies is no matter how your path goes, finding a way to rise. When you figure it out, even if it's okay, we're not doing that. Still finding a way to be great. Like it's not just that. Mm-hmm. I can find another way. I'm still great. I'm still who I am inside. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The same thing that got me there is this. It's, it's in me still there to be. Great other place. Mm-hmm. You think know what I'm saying? No, I totally agree with you saying. If there was, if there was anything, yeah, that you could go back, and you could redo. What would it be? Go back and redo. Uh, anything that you could change. You felt like yo, this moment right here. If I could just. They made a time machine. Yeah. They charged a million dollars. <laughs> Gladly spend a million dollars to go back and do this. Nothing. Nothing. I swear, nothing. Like seriously, bro. Like uh, I always, I was raised on tough love, and the way I grew up, I 
give me the, the toughest shit because I know like with me going through that it's gonna make everything light and I know like the shit is never gonna stop you know what I mean if I do go back and fix it that's not gonna say that's the end of my problems or the end of the challenges that's coming my way it's always gonna be something next especially if you if you dreaming especially if you still using your imagination like I'm 33 I'm still dreaming and using my imagination you know what I'm saying like society try to stop you from doing that by blocking you by using your phone by, by being on your phone stealing all your dreams imagination all your ideas you put them on the app they're gonna steal them that's why I don't, I don't guide you like that. I hold all my shit in. I write notes. I got hella notebooks. I got, um, I, 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 yeah, I got 10 journals. You know what I'm saying? That, like, I write in so that, like, I'm holding my shit. Selfish with it. I'm selfish with my ideas. I'm selfish with my feelings. Nah, I don't want nobody to know what I'm going through like that. Especially giving it to y'all like that. Nah. And y'all just taking it and spinning it and making bread off of it. No. Uh, I'm I'm forming my ideas now so I can like fulfill what like I feel like I'm here to do and that's to build an empire because an empire is not a nation it consists of many nations and everybody that I grew up with I got a, a lot of close friends a lot of people don't got friends like that I got a lot of close friends which they show me loyalty like, none of my friends didn't come out and, and do an interview about what I'm telling you right now. Not one of them. Not one. And they could have, you know what I'm saying? They could have easily did it. And I thank them niggas every day for that. In the group chat, I appreciate y'all. I love y'all, bro. Y'all let y'all gonna let me explain my story, get express my story, bro. Y'all giving me the time to assess my thoughts and really understand what we all went through. I ain't get here by myself. That's one thing I wanted to say. I ain't get here independently, none of that. I know that y'all say that a lot in y'all feel, but once you're independent, what's the first thing you do? You form a team. team yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I ain't get here by myself. I got here from a fucking team of people that understood that First off, that gave, that, that knew that I was going to execute the plan. Like, man, sure he might execute that plan. Matter of fact, we know he is. He locked in. Right. We got to protect him by any means. And I feel like it's only right that, bro, I, tell, bro, I got y'all to the end. Like, they more than taking care. Like, they super good, but it's like, we know what we want and we building that by building the empire. My guys are doing different shit too. They not leaning on me, asking me for bread and nothing like that. Never. I give them shit just off the strength of just who I am. Right. I look out for the, man, we employ hundreds of people, bro. I just don't talk about it. But it's everybody got this slow, everybody eats. Yes, bro. Like in shot, for sure. I just don't express, I just don't put it up on a, a gram or nothing like that. I do my shit quietly, just off like my OG did, like Dre. Everything quietly, and we always move that way, because we're not here to impress nobody from social media, nobody in the world. We got here by just grinding and understanding the plan, and head down 
and loving each other. Like seriously, loving each other. They know I know if I'm if I'm gone, I know my kids taken care of. Bro. One of my guys, they know they kids are taken care of. My guys are in my will. You feel me? Like they, I mean, that's something that I don't gotta be like expressed, but it's like, bro, like it's to the end. We always say that, bro. You know, it's love to the end, bro, and beyond. How hard is that to keep? I mean, not not just the team around you, but like even when you you know you're playing or you you know you you go to another team. How hard is it to keep the team together? It's extremely hard, but I've been around these guys ever since I was in sixth and seventh grade. That's what I'm trying to tell right. Everybody that I hang around, I've been around them ever since I was in sixth grade, bro. Wow. So went through the downs, went through the falls. One of my best friends is Tony Allen, little brother. Tony Allen, when he made it to the league, he used to, uh, my high school, we had a blast, nigga. He used to give his range rope on 24s. We ran through Chicago with a range by TA in Boston. Playing. I'm looking at TA like, damn. Like, he taking care of his family like this. They in the birds. They living like this. Ryan, y'all was living on the west side. Y'all was dirty as hell. Now y'all clean as hell. <laughs> like, I'm looking at it totally like TA, even though he going through that little, little shit, it's like, he he gave me an insight of like how like family is supposed to be, how a league dude is supposed to take care of his family. Dropped his little brother off, like take care of his little brother. I don't got a little brother, so I'ma spoil my brothers. Yeah, big bro. Yeah, you know we good. Like you know what I'm saying, my big bro. They they know they good. My my mom spoil her, even though she's stubborn. Spoiler, like but making sure that we all are going through this together. Right. By being transparent, by having them hard conversations, by them taking uh, constructive criticism. <laughs> yeah, I may be talking to you stern in a way sometimes, but it's because I love you. Love you. Right. Don't take this shit personal. Right. I know you got something great in you. Hey, it, it could be stop blowing. You got to stop smoking. It could be anything, bro. Mm -hmm. I got to say it to you, though. I got to put it on your mind so that when you hit that blunt or whatever it is, damn, they going to know that I'm smoking. And these regular guys, they don't, you know what I mean? They ain't getting drug tested or nothing like that. Get your mind right. Be on point. Be on point. How hard is it to hear that criticism? No, I'm saying, I'm saying it to them. They regular Joes. I'm out mean, to, but. How hard is it for that? you to hear that criticism when it comes back? Because a lot of communication is over. It's whatever. I, I mean, that's why I mean tough love. I was raised that way from my mom them. It was my mom straight. It's, my mom was the oldest of her siblings. She got three younger brothers. She was the um, sister that, hey, I'm gonna get my sister to come over here. She was that. Mm, right. So she going over that beating broads up. You know what I'm saying? Right. So like my my uncles and them scared of her. Like to this day, like scared of my mom. She an old lady now. But the fact that the work that she put in, <laughs> feared them, bro. They 60-something, right. you know what I'm saying? Right. So I, I, that's all I was raised around. Like I said, I'll, I give off this calm demeanor and all this, but yeah. bro, I'm totally different than anybody in my family. And I chose to break the curse. Right. You get what I'm saying? I chose to break the curse. If I didn't, I'd be acting a fucking fool, bro. Sometimes it's hard to talk to the guy who's in charge. I hear you. That's why I'm asking. I hear you. Sometimes it, it's speaking to the 
the guy who's in charge critiquing him you have to do it with kid gloves sometimes because they don't always take it sometimes they don't want it sometimes sometimes Sometimes. you just gotta let your nuts hang and be like yo yeah but that comes with what's going on that comes that comes with consequences that some people aren't can't speak freely then you're not in a good situation. Mm-hmm. That's the responsibility of the leader. That's why I was asking to create like, do you right, right? You have to create the setup yeah. to where your people feel like they can come to you and go, yo, you're fucking up. You're fucking up. Oh, what? You think I didn't hear? you just doing it. Yes. Yeah, that's... All right, let me tell you this before you... So look, right? We have this... All right. I, I'm on a... I'm having like a, um, an interview. During the interview... Uh, with the Bulls, um, um, I say like, man, I feel the racism shit. So I, I say this, I don't want to repeat it, but I say this shit like, man, if me and such and such was like light-skinned, we wouldn't be going through this. They shied away from it. The whole media never brought it up. They shied away from it. I go back, I knew I was on to something, right? Yeah. I go back to the crib, two of my guys in there. I go in, what up, y'all, what's good, brother? The whole vibe off. I'm like, what the fuck going on? They're like, you tweaking. The fuck is you doing exposing your hand like that, bruh? Like, you shouldn't be saying that. Like, you like you up there showing them what you really going through, this and that. You supposed to be masking that shit. You never say what you really feel, bruh. You play the game, nigga. Basically, that's what they saying. Play the game. I'm like, bruh, I'm arguing with them. Like, bruh, I'm going through this shit by myself. Like, y'all ain't in there. I'm feeling the, these white men looking at me crazy. They coming in with flip-flop, looking at the cars I'm pulling up in, looking at what I'm dreading, me not playing, them getting, looking at my checks, and I'm, I'm feeling this shit. They like, nigga, I ain't trying to hear that. Mm. <laughs> I ain't trying to hear it. Matter of fact, I'm gone. One of my guys, I talked to him for seven years, eight years, and he's the coach that I just, we just connected and took the kids to Senegal. Wow. You feel me? Mm. The nigga had to step away. Like, y'all, tweet, tweaking, bro. I'm stepping away. At that time, like, nah, I'm not rocking with nothing that you got going on right now because your vibrational. You let them get to you. And I felt that right when I went in the room. That's just the way you need to hear it? Right, like, none less. It's nothing less. I let them talk however they want to feel to like however they want to talk. I never should. They grown men. You got respect for them. Yeah, respect, nothing but I show nothing but respect, bro. I show because at the same time, I told in Chicago, if you don't do that, people will look at you in a certain way. You, you, you off. Like, I, you a problem now. So I show respect to everybody. That's how I was able to move throughout the whole Chicago without a problem. If you if you guard what you say to your so-called friends, associate, or something like that, that person is not to be trusted. Get the truth. Um, it sounds like one of the toughest things you had to deal with was the media. Yeah. What is that culture like? From 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 somebody on the outside looking in, like what? What makes it so difficult to handle? I mean, they want you to be this, this. I mean, I, at the time, they were trying to figure out like, our, what place, where, where are we gonna place you at? We already got Brian, we already got this player, this player, but you just came out of nowhere. Like, where, where's your spot? 
Right. I won MVP. Oh, shit. Can he be the face of the league one day after Brian go? You get what I'm saying? That like all these thoughts come up. Like we, we didn't expect him to be here at all. When you're an introvert, you're not like I said, elaborating on your your, your answers. Mm-hmm. You you you. They want to have one-on-one interviews with you. Yeah, I'm not giving them that. So this is the first time. I have like seriously it's yeah. the first time yeah, you know how many times I none yeah, if yeah. you do see them you see them like like patrolling what I'm saying right. where it's like very typical like your typical like Hooper where it's like yeah no I want to put like all that type of shit do you guys like live in fear of what you might say by accident at the time yeah I mean when I was going through that yeah but not now like uh that's why, I, I mean, and now I'm in a totally different spot where they ain't trying to put me on camera or anything <laughs> like that. So I'm able to, like, like chill. Yeah, be in the back. Oh, uh, during the, the whole COVID situation, um, I'm here in New York. Uh, I took the stand and not get the shot. Yeah. How did the league or the players in the league? Fuck I mean, I, fuck, I, mean, I saw Kai and I told him I fucked with it. But I totally fucked with it. But I, I mean, my situation is different than his. At the time, I mean, yeah, we two different people. Mm-hmm. Like when I said, like, and there's no knock on Kai, nothing like that. Um, as a man, a provider for my family, like I live, I mean, I, I die for my family. I mean, if that is something is in that, whatever's in that shot, whatever's in that shot, I took many shots when I was going through grammar school, high school, whatever. Yeah. Give me that shot if my if I gotta die for my family. Mm-hmm. That's how I took it. And that, like I said, no knock on Kai. I ain't trying to like start no controversy. I understood that. Right. But at that time, what I'm making, I'm trying to, like I said, trying to maintain, I ain't hurting for money, but trying to maintain my family. Right. Like living, mm-hmm. give me that motherfucker. Or whatever it is, I gotta go in this room and blow myself up, whatever it is. And, but they good, I bet. Kidnap me, whatever. Right. Wow. <coughs> so. That was Steve. Yeah, that was Steve. I didn't make you pass to blow myself up. She's being that you come from Chicago. In 2024, they accepted to change the laws there. I don't know if you're familiar with that. Yes, yeah, a little different. Was that, that's something amazing to me. I don't know if you're familiar with it. So basically, in 2024, Chicago's going to turn into the church. They're going to kill the bail. People that is for murders and all of that stuff that's locked up that will be let out, that has not been convicted. There will be no more bail. And this is, I mean, you can elaborate, but I want to It's a little different. I mean, if you read the whole man, it's a little different. It's, not exactly it's a little different. Like, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly it's right. not exactly right. Like, uh, exactly. the police officers, like, the, the pros to it, they get more calls. Um, the inmates will get more calls, three of like five calls than what they normally did. The police officers, if they turn their camera off, it would be more severe um, punishment on them if they, their camera go off and et cetera. Now, with the, uh, with the cons to it, I don't think it's really like that where like uh, the bail shit may be a little bit different, but 
Um, I'm not the one. I don't get into like politics like that. I just like state the things that I, I know and know some of the things that I know. But I don't think they're gonna let it like become like that though. Gee. Yeah, a, a lot, a lot of, a lot of that has been, a lot of that has been inflated by uh, the specific guy who's run, spinning that wheel is a dude who's running for office. Yeah, and he's Republican, so he's spinning it to incite fear in the law, but it's not. Like it's not I can I'm trying to remember Like some of the intricacies And some of the Final points of it Because I read it mm-hmm. But when you read The whole thing All the way down There's still be They'll still be Locked up Depending on what they did You know what I'm saying Like it, Yeah but It's not Like the whole But murders Will still be Get out though That's what it's Yeah saying. no No That's that's part of it That's that's not exactly Accurate It won't be They can't hold them The same way they used to. I don't want to speak on it Because I don't want to misspeak But I'll show you what I'll show no, you yeah, what yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just very interesting To me yeah. And it was like A little clip Going around on the gram Or some shit like that That um, people were oh, showing me No not somebody talking but it was like notes of like um like damn they're saying it's a purge but if you look at the bottom it's like a low ass town in illinois that end up coming like that made that that foul or that deck out to make it, it seem it, like to me, it, yeah it's, it's not it's that's it's, it's smoke it's that shit is cap that shit is cap they trying to doing, doing sneaky shit i mean how often do they paint chicago as the purge now Every time you turn around Anytime a white supremacist Wants to make a point The first thing he says Is what about all the Black on black crime In Chicago For sure. How do you feel about that All the gang violence That's yeah, in Chicago the drill music And all that like, uh, In Chicago I felt it Yes some, Yes I felt that shit Everybody felt that shit In Chicago yeah. When that music came For sure you felt it And that's what I mean being a part of like the matrix where like with what we got with melanin you can only create or destroy it ain't no thin line you get what I'm saying right. it ain't no thin line people walk the thin line and say shit but at the same time you you crossing over so it's like your chakras, what you saying, your throat chakra. I went through, I said I was gonna win MVP, I won it. What send me, melanin, I could create whatever I wanna create. If I manifest, if I think about it, to think or to produce, to produce I got to think. Right. If I ain't thinking, I ain't producing. Right. You feel me? If you're thinking about the wrong shit and you got melanin in you, it's gonna gravitate to the bullshit way. That's vibrations, that's magnet, yourself being a magnet. You drawing everything to you. And you're talking about the wrong shit. Of course, some. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. That's what I'm saying. Now you throw that with money on the other side. You put money on it. Shit, if I am saying this and I'm getting paid this, mm. Mm. what do I do? Mm. If I gotta blow myself up to provide for my family, mm. isn't that exactly the same thing? If you hear him tell it, I think it's that without them knowing. It's not if, it's when. I think they don't realize the consequences of that. Like, he took the shot not knowing what was behind the shot, but understanding what the risk was. Exactly. They understand, understand what the risk was. I think they understand. They, that's why I said, that's why I made the comparison. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, you and you got the environment. The environment fucked up, for sure. Like, you tell kids at a young age, if he hit you, you hit on him and spit on him. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> it's to take it to the next level. Yeah. That's all through Sean. Or you 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 grow up where you really gotta read people's tendencies. Where it's like I that nigga said, I guarantee there's people in the bed or like laid down that's really sh- like that shot. It's sad to say. That's like, damn. That nigga was nice to me this morning. I should have knew something was up. Mm-hmm. How sad is that? You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Where it's like, damn. Yeah. I should have knew. I ain't read the ten. I ain't read it. Like, and there's some people gone because of that. So I ain't deal with, I wasn't in none of that shit. I was around it. But I seen where it fall on me, where it's like, I read everybody in the room. I look at everybody. When I walk in the room, I got to look at everybody's face. He don't do it, but I got to look at, I got to really scan your face. I'm talking about my man, all right, when he walk in the room, yeah, he, I got to look at, it could be a party. I got to look at, I got to know everybody, what everybody doing. Just off the strength of like trying to survive him. And in a lot of places, it's like it, certain places, other shit is heightened. And but the fuckery in Chicago is for sure. It, it's on that. How do we help the kids? How do we help all these kids? Children, uh, they definitely look up to you. You know what I'm saying? And they look up to you. Is a lot of kids in a lot of cities and a lot of yeah. That, yeah, look up to you. I mean, like I said, I remember when you got on the Wheaties box and you younger than me, but I remember, you know, when you was doing your thing and we was looking at you as the next hope to be after Michael Jordan. So what do we do for the children that are, you know, looking at Derrick Rose and are in those inner cities being guided by wolves and certain circumstances like you had with, you know, roaches in the house? I mean, knowing, like, the that's what, that's what I mean with history. Doing the history, you look at everybody in the past, all our leaders, that's what they were trying to do. You got people that's trying to do that now. If I had the answer, I will for sure say it, but I try to, like, do it with action by, like you said, taking the kids over to Senegal, trying to get them to change their perspective on what they what they see. Or, like I'm telling them, right, they say the kids over there or the history of it or, yeah, the history. So I'm over there. I'm like, all right, I got the players there. I'm like, all right, how many players has been that that's how many players played in the, the, the NBA since it was invented? Nobody knew. I say 5,000. All right, how many, like out of a, a, a million players, 400,000 make it to college? Out of that 400,000, 35,000 make it to, to um, no, not make it to, they make it to high school, 400,000. Out of a million, 400,000 make it to high school. Out of that 400,000, 35,000 make it to college. Out of that 35,000, only 30 to 35 make it to the league. Out of that 35, seven start. And that's for four years. So basically, basically, you got a million players playing for seven jobs for four years. Wow. Do y'all, I'm just saying, I'm telling them that. Do y'all know that? They like, nah. 
you gotta know this. This shit is extremely hard to do. It's like being a rapper. You get what I'm saying? But you, I'm breaking down the numbers to him because if somebody would have told me that, I would have like made, that would have made my grind go to the next level, bro. You know what I'm saying? Where it's like, what? Yeah. Or you quit. Or you quit. Right. Or you quit. Wow. By the flight. Mm-hmm. You break you break it down a little like that to the artists that they should probably even more. Adam coming out with a successful album is just right. like what he said. I mean, nine times out of ten, and this is gonna sound foul, but nine times yeah. out of ten I recommend for you. I mean, but that's I mean, you know, you recommend we had uh, recommend for them to quit. Don't do this. We had um, 21 Savage in yourself. <laughs> Keep going. We had 21 Savage here. He said something similar to what he added that the chances of becoming a rapper is so... Right? Yeah, the, yeah. yeah he, first, said some, he said yeah. something similar to that. What he, has in com- what, what he has in common with the artists that I encourage is, is um, something he said at the very start of the interview. I'm walking around with the ball on my hip. I don't know how much money this dude makes. I don't know who's playing. I don't compare my game to anybody. He just I'm walking it. around with the ball on my hip. I just loved it. If you are in anything that is a passion-driven thing, yeah. for anything other than the passion of the thing, your chances of achieving that thing drop exponentially. And the main reason I tell them to quit is because I know for every thousand of them, there's like one person, one woman, one dude behind every thousand, 10,000, 20,000. And if you quit, you'll make it easier for me to find that guy, that woman. But if you stick around because you want the fame, because you want the clout, because you see the big change, because you see the big cars, because you want to kick it with Derrick Rose and all the other NBA, you want to be in the parties and you want to get chicks, I understand that, but you're in the way. So I would like for you to move. So I encourage you to quit because from the music you're making, this is trash. And if they're really passionate, they won't listen to you. If they're about yeah. that life, if they're about it, they're gonna rotate gonna back around to me. I'm gonna around. use that for the intro. No, that that was the great one. If they're in fire, they're about it. Two or three people in all the years I've done this, I like two or three that have rotated back around and been like, yo, you said my shit was trash. You said I was mad. You said I was garbage. Listen to this. And I sat there and went, so They know who I'm talking about. Nah, like, I was like, okay. And then I would say, play me the thing that you played before. And only yeah, one person did it. They'd be embarrassed as fuck. Nah, I can't play that again. Yeah, but you was beating your chest to me with, you know what I'm saying? You, you talked up when you played that before. Now you're playing your new shit. You can't even stand the sound of your old shit, but you wanted me to believe in that shit. I mean, it, it, it takes some people, it takes some people to kind of like get that, uh, uh, this ain't it. Go back, um. come back. What was your workout drills like as a youngster, like speaking of the drive? Like, you know what I mean? Like, in high school, was you getting up before school and balling up, and then, you know, like, uh, how many shots you shoot a thousand shots? No, I remember, I, I, I wasn't shoot. I wasn't, I wasn't shooting like that. I wasn't a shooter back then. My shit was all athleticism, but 
Like and you train yourself to shoot. He was playing for groceries. Yeah, it was kind of <laughs> different. Yeah. for groceries. Yeah, yeah I told like none of these kids never played for like money like that. Yeah, like yeah. so, like mine came from like all right, playing one on ones. All right, like my guy Sino, he used to come up there. His dad used to always get money, and that was like my little rival in the hood. Like he went to like a little school, um, a smaller school than I did, but. He used to always like go against me and my guy Tim, the big Tim I was telling you about. But I seen how much money you got. And like fifty, I that shoot threes for fifty. That shoot I mean that shoot threes, but only five dollars, five dollars a shot. Like shit like that. That's how I used to like work on my game. But other than that, it's me with a ball and me um, imagining that somebody is in front of me guarding me. And so that's why I be teaching my son. Like, man, you never just shooting a shot, just fucking around shooting a shot. You always thinking that somebody's, like, guarding you. You playing against somebody. Right. And that's how I used to use my imagination. You know what I'm saying? Like, after a while, people, I got better than everybody in my neighborhood. So they're like, man, I ain't playing with him. Like, he, like, there ain't no point in playing against you. So I stopped hooping like that in my neighborhood. But it was like, all right, I'm going to the gym. Dread taking to the gym. I'll work out. Then... Uh, I'll leave the gym, I'll go back, i sit in my room and be like, damn, like, how can I make that work out better? Damn, I gotta add, like, like I gotta flip the ball a little bit better, like, off the, the, the rim or, like, he hit me, I gotta hit his body before I, like, actually get all the way to the rim. Mm -hmm. Or um, the passing, like, I gotta make sure my passes are, like, precise, like, I, I, I can't throw no lazy passes. Right. And I'm working on that shit by myself. Like with a drug dealer, you know what I'm saying? Because that's who Dre was, and he was a drug dealer, right? In the gym, fucking around, like. But he believed in my dream with me. You know what I'm saying? He saw something, and that's all that I needed to see, and that's all my mom needed to see. Like at first, when I brought him around, around my mom and my brothers, know I'm like, man, I'm hanging with Dre. My brothers them knew what it was. Like I. Like, you know you're gonna be safe. But my mom, I was scared that my mom wasn't gonna let me around him until like she met him. She heard him, like she saw like how much he loved me and like saw how much he took care of me that she was like, all right, you, all right, you, I know you good now. Yeah. But and, yeah, it, it, dude, like Dre, he didn't, like he wasn't a hooper at all. Like, but just, okay. just yeah, that's exactly what it was. It takes it's a village. A big, it takes a village. Moves, right? Huh. But because you get to the hoop so easily, yeah. how do you deal with the body contact? Just from um, in my, my park. Iverson and that sandwich. In my park, it was no fouls. Well, no blood, no fouls. No fouls, bro. Yeah, no fouls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you got to figure out how to like make the lay. If you want to win the game, you got to learn how to make the layups with like playing through contact. And little did I know that shit would like translate to me getting to the league, and now you getting calls. Like that's something that you can't like like duplicate or like mimic. Now you know what I'm saying. Like, but even for my son, I. I be wanting him to like, I mean, his path is, his story is story, is gonna be his own story, his path is gonna be his own path, but I try to create those environments for him. You know what I'm saying? Like, he'd be at the line. Now, I was gonna bring him here. Was I lying? I was gonna bring him, I don't hide nothing from my son at all. 
at all because his, his uncles and cousins say some of the craziest shit more than you like he, like <laughs> like I, I put him in them environments so that like he see what it is and you seeing dad yeah you seeing dad like I'm I'm this way 24-7 bro I'm never gonna steer you in the wrong direction I'm never gonna like tell you some bullshit that that I that I didn't go through that like I, yeah just I'm not gonna hide nothing from you, in which like society is sensitive. Everybody's sensitive now, yeah. and yeah, they try to protect. It's cool, but I feel like you can control the environment a little bit to make make it certain ways, or or, or uh, uh, how can I put it? It's kind of kind of not kind of to to, to, to show them what it is. Without them being exposed in the uncontrolled situation. Exactly. That's exactly what it is. And like, well, who? He down there hooping. I'm, I'm on the side. I'm, I'm clapping hard. I'm, I'm, I'm yelling at him. I'm doing everything. I'm, I'm behind him. I'm acting as if like he's in the game. He's nine. I didn't start like playing for reptiles in sixth grade. He's in fourth grade. So. I'm telling him, like, really, I know he got two years before I could really gauge where he's at. Yeah. But I want to see what he got at fourth grade. He got it in him. <laughs> I swear to God, he got it in him, bro. Look, I'm recording him one time, bro. And he started crying, like, during the workout. This is his first workout with me a couple, like, months ago. He started crying. And during the workout, I'm telling I, I want to see where he at. Like, nigga, you gonna fight or what? I ain't telling him this, but in my mind, I'm just thinking, like, where are you at? Yeah. So I'm telling him, like, bro, he just moved out here to New York, been around his mom a lot. I'm telling him, like, bro, me talking to you in a stern way don't mean that I'm yelling at you. You're crying, and I'm only talking to you right now. That don't make no sense. I'm like, do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, I get what you're saying. You wanna go upstairs? You don't want to go upstairs. Nope, you ain't going upstairs. <laughs> right. You're going to finish this workout. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. We shoot two next spots. We, we finna finish with two spots left. The little nigga making every shot while he's crying. Mm. Art of my line. Aww. Every shot while he's crying, bro. Mm. And that's what I wanted to see. Yeah. Like, like, all right, you got it in you. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got it in you, bro. You can function through it. You can function through it. And now it's up to my job to help you control them emotions. Bro. Emotions ain't nothing but chemicals. It's sad to say that, like, I mean, I, I really like, like, so, like, me understand, like, it's chemicals. The chem tens of thousands of chemicals build up in your body. Your, um, your cortisol goes and to your, your your glands and the but the click kicker is you can get addicted to the drug that your chemicals create. So think about it. you thinking about some fucked up shit, or you thinking about your emotions. But I'm saying you think you thinking about some fucked up shit, and you steady like thinking about it, them emotions come up, but you get addicted to them um, chemicals. And you get stuck in that zone. You get anchored to your demise. Mm. <laughs> you feel me? It's a drug, bro. Them chemicals become a drug, bro. And you love the feeling so much. You think that you don't, but your body craved them, them fucking chemicals. Yeah. And them can that thought can fucking create some shit. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I'm trying to help him figure it out. Like, I, I see he got it in him, but 
it comes from like being around his mom. I'm not with his mom and um, I'm not with his mom like that. So, but great relationship, but just not, he was in Chicago. Yeah. When you're around your mom, you, you catch them tendencies. I was the same way. You be around your mom, you emotional, and nobody gonna tell you, hey, stop acting like a little bride, bro. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> but it's facts. They call that toxic right. masculinity. Now. Yeah, yeah. I, hey, nah, we don't do that. You know what I'm saying? Their family, yeah, that's, how, yeah, but that, still, that's what they call it. They, it's not. Yeah, I'm with you. But still, nobody ain't there to steer them in the right direction to to help them control it. So that's why I feel like like that's why I'm at now with my kid. Like I'm like he here. I got him like going to school. He playing flag football. I was just at his flag football game earlier. He playing football and just seeing him like just happy. You know what I'm saying? That's like the best shit in the world. Seeing like teaching him how to become a big brother, like to his siblings. Like damn, that's what, having all my kids under one roof. You know what I'm saying? Like like damn, I'm waking up. I'm not saying I was worried about him like when he was with his mom and shit, but it's nothing like having your kids under one roof. Right, like, that's facts. So. What are you doing to prepare him? What is, what are you doing to prepare him for to handle the thing that almost break you? Uh, I feel like. By talking to him. Like, that's why I wish my dad was there to me just to have a conversation. Because I'm never going to have a conversation where it's like some bullshit. Like, I, I bullshit talk with him sometimes, but most of the time I'll be trying to like just ask him questions. Hey, uh, when was the, when was, you want to make it to the NBA, right? Yeah. When was the Avi on the NBA? Uh, uh, or oh, when was the NBA invented? Uh, Hey, you say you want to be that. You got to know this shit. 1946. Who invented the NBA? Uh, uh. You got to know this. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got to know everything that comes along. Dr. Naismith. You feel what I'm saying? Like, you got to know everything that comes along with it. Like, and exactly. The facts. Facts. The circus, though. Yeah. The circus. Yeah. That's yeah. How do you prepare him for what comes with being not just a successful basketball player, assuming that that's where it's going to go because I'm looking at his coach, yeah. but a rose. Mm-hmm. He's now walking in your footsteps. He's Derek. He's not, he doesn't just get to be who he is until he turns into that. Yeah. Curry was Del Curry's son. For a long time before he became Steph. You think what I mean? Yeah. It's gonna be D Rose's kid. I mean, I tell him, I mean, I was around MJ kids when they were growing up. So I see him, we, I actually played against him. I'm gonna bust their ass. <laughs> That's why I tell him. <laughs> Bruh, they gonna try to get you on the island, they gonna bust your ass. The, the, the analogy I use for that, you wanna be the, the sludge hammer or the ant? You feel what I'm saying? Cause you be the ant, you on that island, it's very scary on that island. When you out there in the whole gym saying, oh, and oh, and you, and you sticking somebody, and, or you, do you wanna be the motherfucker that's bringing the ball up and they saying it for you? You get what I'm saying? Right. We don't, it's only the sludge hammer or the ant. You don't kill, like I, I, I tell, what you kill an ant with? Like, well, he understand, a sludge hammer. 
Like you give nobody no type of confidence. Right. Mm -hmm. You kill them. Because that's how I was raised. Even though, I, like I said, I don't give it off like that or come off like that. But when I'm on that court, nah, see, that's yeah. what it was. Yeah. That's why you're going to end up with Chip. You know who was the Kings in the first game of the NBA? Nah. Knickerbockers. Seriously. Damn, that's a great fun fact, OG. He's a, yeah, he's a, uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm a, I mean, I got to I'm old enough to remember. I'm going to have to ask. I'm going to have to quiz him on that. Yeah, I'm going to have to tell him that. I remember when there was a chance to take three free throws to make two. Damn. Do you remember that? I do not remember wow. that. There was a point in the NBA where after every point, they did a jump ball. Oh, they God. took it back to the center court. Wow. You scored. Yeah. You went back and jumped ball. Wow. Remember, you would have three shots to make two. Damn, Kurt, you old That's shit. gangster, yeah. That's gangster right there. <laughs> <laughs> you Fans, 76. I hear you. 76. Yeah, I jumped ship a long time ago. That's why I'm so I would never, ever, ever jump ship. That's why. I hope so. I don't fuck the Brooklyn Nets. <laughs> Yo, come on, man. Come on. We're not going to get this started now. We're not going to do that. We're not going to do that. We're not going to do that. You're from Brooklyn, though. You're from Brooklyn. success I got, the more success I got, he was like, uh, I'm thinking like every year, like, damn, I made it to the national championship, he gonna come. Damn, I got drafted, where he at? Damn, I won MVP, where he at? Like, damn, he gone. Like, that's when I realized that he was gone. Like, I thought, yeah, I banded that. I just, me taking it as, um, like, per I never took it personal. I always took it as like motivation. Yeah. Like I, whatever he achieve, I'm gonna smash that shit. Mm -hmm. By by any means, by uh, whatever it is, I gotta do. I, I'm gonna achieve whatever I gotta achieve so that like I'm not living in his shadow. If he did do something, did that motivation? Why he wasn't there? Nah, nah. Yeah, so, yeah. Did the motivation drain when you found out he was going? Nah, it didn't. Like it, it was already installed. It was already in the app. Yeah, and you don't know why he was going through. It's a whole story. Yeah. Nah, I'm done with the access and then you know, shut it down. But 
Yo, who's the five players that you love to bust their ass? Who's the five is like, oh, I got this so oh yeah, I'm, I'm dropping fifty tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I can't I can't name five, but I can say uh my biggest thing was uh trying to make coaches like the family different. It was bigger than the player. Mm. Like I wanted the coaches to see that I was great. Mm. Like because the coach, like the players, they came in around the same time. Like as some of them did, and some of them was a little older. But I wanted like Pop to see me and be like, "Damn, you challenging Tim tonight?" Or even Brian. Like I'm challenging Brian. Like I challenged that nigga, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Couldn't beat him, but I'm. How many years younger than I challenged him though. Right. You know what I'm saying? He about to break the record this year. Yeah. So it's like I some I could tell my son, like, man, I had a great series against this dude when I was in my prime. And I I made him think. I made him like yeah. go back to the bench. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's why I used to try to figure it out. Yeah. That's what I mean. Like those are things that those game plan. They needed what, to come what, up what, with. What was that series like for you? Like, what, did you want to prove to the world? Like, not that, that I could just hoop, bro. That was it. Okay. Like, I could hoop. Like, like because they kind of, and I could think the game. Like, a lot of people say that I'm this drab, a dumb individual, whatever it is, or think that. But at the same time, you don't achieve what I achieve. By just think about it, any other any other sport, somebody would have won that award at that age or whatever it is, or the youngest ever, they would have been like, "Oh, the mind of this kid is phenomenal, <laughs> phenomenal." Like, you feel me? I'm just saying. Just think about if it was tennis. Um, that's all I'm saying. But since it's basketball, you want to dumb it down. Oh, it's only athleticism. What? What you mean? You gotta think like I'm, 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 I ain't the only think I'm challenging a nigga that's gonna end up being the greatest nigga that ever, one of the greatest nigga that ever played the game. Right. And he's on the team with two other Hall of Fame guys. You know what I'm saying? Like, or me challenging the, the, my rookie year, I took the Celtics, that team, to a game seven. Not, not only me, but my teammate. You know what I'm saying? Like, Anybody else is they look at like basketball and all that or my situation and try to dumb it down. Mm. But it is what it is. So it make my story what it is. So that's one. <laughs> I can't I can't name I can't name no more, bro. There's nobody else. It's always the coach. I swear. Who's the coach? I want the coach to be like every like just say if I played a certain way one game and we won. I wanted to see the adjustment that they made the next game to see, like, all right, did he learn? Or has been other coaches like, oh, he didn't learn. I'm going to keep doing the same shit. Right. I played in my first, I mean, I, uh, yeah, I missed the playoffs probably my fourth or fifth year, but until then, I was always in the playoffs. So it was like a regular season game. Y'all still doing the same coverage. Oh, you didn't learn. I played in the playoffs already, yeah. What's, what's, what's it like being the veteran voice on the team now? Mm. Now you're the guy they look to for advice on all kind of facets. I, I would imagine. Right. I'm loving it. 
I'm loving it, bro, because it's it's challenging me to be vocal. Now I'm kind of like in the in the middle. You got the introvert, then you got the extrovert. Then it's a thing called the ambivert. I'm right in the middle. You know what I'm saying? Where like I'm I'm able to play the game where like I got enough energy to hoop. And if I see a young guy going through something, I could like get them that knowledge and let them understand like, hey, calm down, you speeding up right here, or look at this. But I got personal relationships with everybody. So it makes that conversation a lot easier. I see quickly. Yeah, to yeah. Get on that survive aspect. Yeah, um, I mean, quick. He's, he, he's great. He's in his own thing, but but I know they. I mean, I take care of my body. So like, I, to see them actually going in, taking care of their body, doing all the little things prior to games, like before a game, bro. I'm getting ready for that game a night before. Mm. I'm getting the hotel recovery all the way into that game. Then the game comes, then recovery all went to the next game. Other guys able to do other things, but with me and um, for my longevity and everything that I'm trying to achieve, I gotta get ready a day before games. I've been in the league 15 years. Can I ask a question before your injury? Yeah. Injury? Yeah. After your injuries, how did your game change? Pace. Pace. Yeah, that's the only thing that really changed my pace. Yeah, I, I hate looking at old videos of myself. Even my MVP year, I was just playing too fast. Too fast. I hate it. I hate it. Bro. You're not actually doing it, you know? I was running too, exactly. I could have slowed it down. And I didn't. Experience. Experience, you get what I'm saying? That's the only how I learned where I'm at right now. I learned how to switch up my speed. I learned injury skill too. My MVP, I was learning how to shoot. Mm. I got my, this, I was learning how to shoot. I blew out my knee and it's like, all right, I gotta learn what's gonna be my one, two, and so my shot. All right, if I'm coming off a screen, what's gonna be my, am I, am I gonna hop into my shot or is it gonna be a one, two? Am I gonna be my floater? Is it gonna be a one, two floater or is it gonna be a, a hot floater? Off of just natural, yeah, yeah, just natural. It was just raw, bro. So after the injury, your adjustment was to just slow down. Slow, slow down and figure out what's gonna be my game. And you develop your shot. And rhythm, because basketball is rhythm too. So I, I didn't have a rhythm my whole life. I've been playing at that one speed, so that became my rhythm too. So now I have a, like a nice. Like I mix it up, I flow like a flow in my game. I speed it up, I slow it down, I lower you to sleep. Like, it's kind of like you gotta like trick motherfuckers now. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, yeah. Like you still nasty. I know I got that, but I ain't using it the whole game. My MVP, yeah, I'm I'm using it the whole game. Even after my injuries, after I'm using it the whole game. Yeah. It's like now I don't gotta do that no more. You bag off, I'm shooting the tray ball. You this. I shot 40 from the three two years in a row. The old saying in the league, uh, yeah, the old saying in the league is three in a row make you a pro. This would be my third year shooting 40, so I'm going for it. You know what I'm saying? So it's like um, having fun, adapting. I think you're back to where you used to be. I feel you. I feel the same. Man, my man's feel the same way. I mean, we feel better. I think last year before you got hurt, you did some shit. <laughs> That I'm like, you did a Jamal Crawford type shit, post and rim, and I'm like, yo, son, back. I feel you. I appreciate that, yo. Maybe it was after the Knicks got rid of you and you came back. Yeah. 
My game was totally why, different. Why would y'all do that? Did y'all see what Sun just did? Yeah, it was just trash. Yeah, yeah, my my game was just totally different. Bro. That's love. How do you how do you not take it personal when when teams do stuff? Like Great question. Yes. You mean like what? Um, yeah. Trades. Trade. Uh, I mean, by the time you get traded, you kind of understand. Like you, I mean, you understand why you get in it that you're fortunate. Like damn. Like, um, the roster gonna change next year? <laughs> like, the shit gonna change this year? Like, damn, like, you know what I'm saying? You you get, like, a, a clear view, an introspect of, like, what's going on? Like, all right, um, okay, he's trying to make the team. Or what you call it is, like, playing good. I see, like, you start to get, like, a, you mapping out everything so that if you do get in that position, you're like, ah, I see what they was going through. Or you get nervous as fuck around trade deadline that some players go through where like it's a real feeling where you know you picking up and moving your whole family out. Yeah. Like so like taking your kids out of school or leaving them there while you just go and play and you're away from your kids. With me, I like, got my whole kid, my whole family and we moved out. And um, yeah, that's an adjustment in itself. Like just figuring out, I, that's all but I'm saying, being fortunate. I'm happy I got the job. Right. Because there's a lot of people just get, get, get fired and, hey, you figure it out. Right. So, and I'm cool with a lot of people that's trying to figure it out like that too. So, like I said, OG, always being grateful, staying in that vibration, and um, just understanding that. Like, um, this shit is way bigger than me. I don't know what we do, me and my guy, I don't know what we doing, but the shit that we creating through like his networking and like me being who I am, it's been something special. So. It's absolutely something special. I've ended, I don't know we can end up. Um, it's all the plan of the Lord. All of us are here I, working on something. And I did do a little research in you, so that's why I'm doing sure. that because you have like things out there that say that you advocate Christian. So yeah. I do that. But maybe that's not so, but either way, everything, all of us, all on a plan that has been set by God. Yes. You know, and we're all just working that plan. Well, I, think, uh, I respect you know, when you say stuff like that. But I can't help but think that, yeah, there's a path that God lays out on the But you got to choose it. And that's where you can take the credit for what you've accomplished. You never take the credit. No, 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 no. When I say that, I mean, when you know all the times that you was in, in Chicago and you said, oh, that's what y'all want? Nah, I'll be over here. I'm going to be hooping. Yes. You chose the path. There was another one. I see. But you didn't take that one. And that's the power that we have. Mm -hmm. We get to pick the path. You get what I'm saying? Who I master it. Yes. Right. You do right. get to pick who your master is. The choice that we are given. People think we have choices like whether I'm going to get up or come to the show. That's really not a choice. That is written already. The path is the cross that he have on his arm. So what you're explaining is, is that cross on his arm. So... The path is left or right. It, it shows you, but it's all either way. It's going straight to the top. 
Every day, free every day that happens is for the good of the Lord. Whether we understand or not. And with that being said, <laughs> make good decisions. Make good decisions. Sir, before you cut this God don't go to jail. Make good decisions. Sir, okay. Can I give respect to you? Because today was a hard day for me. I laid my stepdad, I laid saw my stepdad being laid to rest. He called me five minutes after I came home and took my suit off and laid on the bed. He said, come through, I'm gonna make your day better. Hmm. I said, how? He said, D. Rose is in the chair. Yeah. <laughs> I got dressed in 15 minutes, I was in the cab. <laughs> yeah. So, bless it, bless it, love. More life, more love. Word. Love, love, peace and love. love. Cut it out, man. That's real shit. That's what, that's, that's what little bros here. <laughs> no, we don't say We the little bros, son. We the little bros. We the last ones. Like, you know what I mean? For sure. We the big bros. If you stand up, you gotta look down on me. Love, man. Salute. No, same man, everybody, man. I appreciate y'all, my God. Me and my God was, I, I told him a long time ago when I saw your shit, like, man, they got some. And it, over a while, I've been looking, I look at all y'all shows. And like I said, something just told me to come, so. I appreciate y'all, bro. I appreciate it. Yeah, that's a lot of respect that you came to, bro. I enjoy it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah, I don't tell them nothing else but what I did. Mm. I said, look, I can't tell y'all what to do. I can tell you what I did. And maybe you can pick a little piece out of there that's gonna help you. Mm. Now they know what you did. For sure. Let's see if you can make it the next game. <laughs> Let's see. I'm back. <laughs> oh, God, I'm doing, bro. Nah, appreciate y'all. This is hot fuck. Trap trapper turned smack rapper. Only smack rapper that you know is smack rappers. Got bars, I can hang with the backpackers. Trap star, I don't hang with the backpackers. I'm in the hood with the work you heard.